you getting yourself ready for our show? Dudes, welcome to another episode of Jigs and Bigs. It is a Tuesday morning. Of course, if you are one of our jig heads over on Patreon, you are listening to us record this live on Sunday um, and hopefully enjoying it. We have, we got a good show this week. It's been kind of crazy. It's been a nuts week, I think, for everybody. I think every single one of our listeners and every single, well, both of us um, can can uh, definitely agree. It's been nuts this week with uh, Thanksgiving, the preparation for that, the execution of the big day, everything else. Um, we've got a lot in this episode, though, that I think you're really, really going to enjoy. First off, we're going to talk about Jigs and Bigs Live that's happening happening on February the 5th. We got details about that and information about tickets. You're going to want to know about that. We also have our 2021 uh, Ang- Angler's Gift Guide. That's coming up in our interview portion of the show. We have 21 different items that we're going to go through and we're going to talk about that we have links for you guys. Um, some of these are special deals. Some of these are just the, the prices are great. But a lot of these, all of them, are things that we have utilized and love. And they're amazing. You're going to love it. Uh, we we do have a recap with this week, a uh, little bit of a discovery this week that we want to talk about. It's going to definitely be a, uh, a changer to the regular flow of events uh, in Western Massachusetts, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a bit. Guys, we've got so much show coming up for you. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss out on this. Go ahead, grab yourself something delicious to, to enjoy. While we do our thing with this Jigs and Bigs game, uh, remember and uh, and get yourself comfortable because we have one hell of a show. We'll see you right after this, guys. Don't go too far. Look at this. We got Damien from Stretching Lines jumping in over here. How you doing there, Damien? How's things? We have an amazing show. One thing I do want to mention is that uh, in this week's Just the Tip, we're we're pulling back the beef curtain wide for you guys. We're talking about tackle storage. <laughs> We're talking about tackle storage, and specifically, we're we we made the the call that what we're going to do is we're going to split this up. We're going to talk about the way Bobby does things. We're going to talk about the way Sean does things, and then you know uh, we're, we're going to kind of learn here because I think tackle storage is one of those things where you're always adapting. Like it's never a system that is a hundred percent guaranteed. Like you, everybody can learn a little something. So the more we kind of have a conversation about that, the better I think it'll be. That's in just the tip. That's in our second segment, but. Man, what a freaking crazy, crazy ass week. And I say that, Sean, I haven't fished in seven days. And it's not like I haven't tried, but either the schedule with errands to run didn't work for me, or we had some rain that came through, some shit weather. Uh, we had a discovery in, uh, in, in the valley, which uh, lets us know, as they say in Game of Thrones, that winter is coming. Play the ominous music, my friend. We yeah. have skim ice. We did have skim sucks. ice. It's not fun. It's not. It's not where I like to be. That's a hundred percent for sure. Um, so 
Let's just take a look at the week, uh, the, the the breakdown of the week that we did have. Monday, I spent my day Monday doing what I generally always do on Mondays, and that is uh, editing the final product for all of you guys to enjoy on your favorite podcast platforms. So I edited that show together, and then I took later on that evening. I started making some visuals for the uh, for the 2021 Anglers Gift Guide because this year, as opposed to last year where we put them up on our website and our blog, this year we're putting them up on Instagram. And we're putting them up on Instagram with clickable links of where you can get these items. So trust me, you're going to love this. We, we got some good stuff lined up. So that was, that was pretty much my Monday. Tuesday started a crazy week of, uh, of trivia. Um, we had, oh, geez, what did I, what did I do Tuesday? Tuesday, I was at Plan B. We had a packed house. Um, it was, you were, we there, were there for that. Yeah. 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 You were there for that. And, and a contender. I mean, you, you definitely, you put up some points. It was good. It was good. And that was actually, this week was the week where I, I based the entire music playlist off of, uh, Vanessa Carlton's 1000 Miles. <laughs> so, so I brought my I brought my boys with me, right? Yes. Uh, my my sons are my sons are, you know, freshman year and, and eighth grade, and you know the humor that makes them laugh. It's the oh, same humor that still to this day makes exactly. Us laugh. It'll never change. It's it's yeah, going to be just, like that for the rest of their lives. They're just a little cruder in their methods than I, you and I are. <laughs> we yeah, have some. They definitely we have are. Some they definitely are. Oh man. There so my conscious. youngest son goes to trivia with us he doesn't go regularly like like we do on friday nights with my oldest and when he when he goes he screws around and if he doesn't know the answer he either guesses in the first round m or j yep for michael jackson i don't know why it makes him laugh my other son my older son (laughs) and we saw this on full display got two answers right (laughs) where he was either the only person to get him right or in the my the in the 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 very you know special minority yep where he was basing his answers off genitals something perverse yeah absolutely and i couldn't have been more proud for you yeah i believe there was one about invisible ink the question about invisible ink and what what body fluid was used for invisible ink around the cold war and the 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 answers were uh it was was urine semen bile or phlegm and i guess phlegm because i thought it had something to do with saliva sure my my son giggling, you know, of course, picked semen, and he was right. Yeah, so. of course he was right. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> so good. There, there was another answer I believe in the third round where he picked, he picked P, and I said, "Why'd you pick P?" And he just laughs and goes, "Penis." And it was somebody's name it was like Peter. Or, yeah, you know, something like that. The Peter Penelope, whatever. But he was right. So penis and semen won out, won the day. I guess. Hey. Oh, you to gotta, be 14 and 13 and give zero shits. You got to just go with your gut with these things. Go with your gut <laughs> gut reaction. And I'm, I used to say it all the time is going into round three. Like, definitely, you got to take a guess. Go with your gut. You're more clever than you think you are. And it's it's crazy. So Tuesday was a lot of fun. Tuesday was great. Um, Wednesday, I was over at Nathan Bill's, my regular trivia venue. But over there, we were, because it was Crazy Wednesday, uh, the Wild Turkey Day, there's a, a lot of different names for the Friday or the the Wednesday prior to Thanksgiving. Um, a couple of my favorites are uh, Blackout Wednesday and uh, Drinksgiving. Those are the two major ones. And typically, 
in most situations, I try to avoid doing trivia on those big days. Uh, Cinco de Mayo is another one, things like that. But if they happen to fall where I'm at a place like specifically Nathan Bills, where they have an alternate location where they can place me, where the players can come in and do their thing, uh, it was great. You know, um, we had what eight or nine teams that came in and played. It was fun. Uh, some were Thanksgiving themed team names. We had uh, turkeys. Not super original there, turkeys, okay. We had, um, oh, I want to get stuffed. Um, that was the uh, that was the Tally Ho's remake name right there, Tally Ho's version 2.0. So they want to get stuffed. And then we had Mashed Potato Sluts, which was my favorite team name. And I used to give points for like just really clever names. And uh, I don't anymore because I've heard them all. Like nothing surprises me anymore. But they came in like dead last <laughs> was so terrible but the music round was great over there they had a good time thursday of course we're off for the holiday now how was your thanksgiving sean we um did i mention last show what our plan was for this for this thanksgiving it was a little bit different than what we normally do i don't think i don't think you went over it last show Uh, okay well what we did was i have a couple military buddies that have relocated to the northeast uh one from louisiana one from illinois and um (laughs) I was actually kind of instrumental in helping them with the relocation, especially yep. on the employment end of things. And they're obviously dislocated from their family. Dislocated? Is that, yeah, it would be dislocated from their families. Yeah. Dislocated like a joint. Yeah, yeah. that works. Um, they're dislocated from their families. So we offered to do Thanksgiving at our house. One had a little bit of a drive, about an hour and a half. He was out towards Boston. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the other one lives one town over. And this was the first Thanksgiving that us three and our families ever had together with our families. And yep. before that, um, man, it was the first Thanksgiving we've all spent together like that since like 2003. So no it was shit. really, really awesome. Well, we, cool. we all met out in the Midwest in, in Nebraska, and mm-hmm. that's the last time we did a Thanksgiving together. So this was awesome. And then towards the end of the night, um, my buddy that lives out by Boston, actually, we mentioned him on the show, Phil, who yep. helped out a oh, ton yeah. with our graphics. Um, the naked one. The naked one. Well, we don't call him that anymore, but it's all right. It's, it's all right. True. We're good. We're good. But uh, Phil, um, Phil ended up taking off early. He has a he has a young daughter, so they they took off early, right as it, right about as it got dark. And um, my uh, a couple of my cousins that mm-hmm. uh, are who are celebrating right down the road stopped in on their way home, and, and we played what has now become a family tradition over the past like five years. I mean, it was when I was growing up, and then it just kind of went away for a while. And now we've we've really gotten back into it. You ever play? You ever play Screw Your Neighbor with cards? Yes. The game of Screw Your Neighbor. Yeah, I've only played it once or twice. I remember loving the game. This one where yeah. like you just slap the cards on the table, right? No, Screw Your Neighbor is everybody gets one card. You don't want to be the person with the lowest card. You know oh. what your card is, and you and it's like a swap game goes around the table. Gotcha. And eventually, you know, you see a turd card circling the bowl around the table, and you know it's coming your way. And you got to hope that either you've got a lower card you can pass to your neighbor mm-hmm. when they think they're ditching one. You know, there, there's a lot. It's fun. It's just yeah. psychological. It's, fun, it's simple. Yeah, the kids can get into it too. It's not too difficult. Mm-hmm. And then we've we've spiked it up with some of our own house rules over the years, and it's it's kind of a holiday tradition at this nice. point. So it's uh it's good. We we did that for a while, and then uh, yeah, that was Saturday. But normally, what we do without outside of having military friends in is um. You know, I got food issues and I've had 
for years. So we actually have always cooked at my house and then gone out to a relatives for like, you know, just have dessert or whatever, mm-hmm. or play a game, play a couple games of screw your neighbors or bet on football games or do whatever we do. Yep. But this year, because I had enough people coming to my house, we didn't leave. So, yeah. Little, little bit different. That's awesome. A little different. Billy Hill chimes in. He says, that's funny, Sean. We played that game, too. I've, I've heard that um, that one and um, oh, what's that other game? A lot, lot of folks in, in this area love to play pitch. I Yes. And I love those, to play for pitch. Those people, yeah, I love pitch, too. For those people who don't know what pitch is, um, the really the nationwide equivalent is spades. Yep. It's more of an Irish northeast version of spades. I don't know which came first. I don't care. I play both. Yeah. So, I lo- you know. You learn that when you go across country. A lot of people, that's exactly what they do. They they compare it right to spades. Um, pitch is great, man. And I got my wife started playing pitch, and we we play with this this uh, this other couple and its group of friends. We vacation with them quite a bit, and um, God, it's been oh quite a while since we've been on a trip. Um, but we you know we we play with them every once in a while. It's great, whole lot of fun. But we have a, a term when. Uh, when you lead with a lower trump card, you're playing chickabee pitch. <laughs> chickabee pitch. Oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's I thought everywhere. that was just in this circle. I was like, really? Okay. It's it's we tend to stick it to when you have a partner because then your partner thinks, yes. oh shit, the high card's still out there, and yep. now I've got a cover for my partner, and then they come back with the the ace or whatever, or the, the king know, or some shit. Yeah, high. exactly. Yeah. Usually, usually it's lead king when you have ace, and yep. it's bullshit. Yep. Um, <laughs> And that's, part, that's the partners reaction. hate that. Yeah, because I always turn to my partner, what the fuck, dude? Just leave with the ace so I know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, pitch is a smaller crowd and it, you, it's more of a strategy game. You yep. have to, it takes years to get good at it. Screw your neighbor, you can be good at it in 20 minutes. Yeah. So we, we do that. We have songs at the end. So if someone gets eliminated, you know, when, you're, when your dollar bill gets all its corners folded over, you throw it in the middle, you got one more chance after that. And then if you're gone, you get the na 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 na. Of hey, course, hey, hey, goodbye yeah. song loudly. I mean to make the house shake. Yeah. So we uh, we have a lot of fun in my family doing that because it's uh, it's embarrassing, and that's what we live to do. Exactly. What what good is family if you can't embarrass one another? You know, dude. It's you know, and you I know do that sucks, every right? day I get out of bed. <laughs> you know what? You know what really sucks is my youngest son got really, really good at screw your neighbor to the point where no one wants to sit next to him. Oh, you really? don't know. You don't know what's coming your way from that little shit. That's awesome. And Isn't that the he's best? Always, it's a proud moment right there. Well, it is, except when I'm playing against him. Well, I don't yeah, like losing my dollar bill. But um, we had some fun in uh, on a family vacation with my wife's side of the family where they introduced they introduced us to a, a Northwoods, Minnesota game. Anybody's listening up there, maybe, maybe, uh, Maybe Josh hooked up north might know this game too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it spilled over the border into Wisconsin, but they play a dice game called Mucka. And they taught us Mucka. So what we would do on vacation is we would go back and forth, a couple games of Mucka, a couple games of Screw Your Neighbor. And usually by the end of the night, it stopped being about dollar bills. It started being about 20s. <laughs> and shit got wild. That's what I'll bet so, you it does. Yeah. Yeah. 20s. So, um, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that, but we, and we still do. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's good times. But yeah, that was uh, that was Thursday, and pretty much since then, Friday through today. Yep, I have been a listless, food and consuming sack of shit <laughs> on my my recliner. I inherited a recliner from my parents. Oh, okay. And, um, all I I've I have grown very comfortable with this recliner. Me and this recliner have bonded to a to a symbiotic relationship where. 
I now sit in it and it causes me to go to sleep usually within 20 minutes or so. Yep. That's and now I awesome. just like eyeball it. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. So I, I pass right. I took not one, but two naps today. Just that's professional level shit right there. 20 minutes before basketball practice, got home, grabbed some more food to eat. And then passed out again. It was Immediately. awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, we had uh, Wednesday, we did uh, some last minute running around. Uh, I had gone out with my wife. She had, um, there's this local farm with a bakery that we're crazy about, Sapowski's in Granby. Awesome. And uh, we got a couple of pies um, and some, what else did we get? She bought like a loaf of cranberry bread, which disappeared before Thanksgiving ever happened. Um, happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I was like, I thought we were going to bring this over. And uh, my my wife and kids were like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, crazy old man. Um, so there, there was that. Then uh, what else did I do Wednesday? I guess I, I really just kind of like took it easy hanging around the house Wednesday night. Um, we had uh, Thursday, we, you know, we went over to my folks and uh, my folks were talking like, this is going to be the last holiday over at that house because they're looking at a new adventure. They're looking at uh, downsizing and um, moving in actually over at my sister's place, which is pretty cool. So putting something cool together over there. And uh, so we we're, you know, planning like uh, what we're going to do for Christmas as far as like, you know, appetizers and things like that. Um, amazing meal. Food is absolutely out of this world. My my mom has uh, started making this uh, this uh, stuffing, this recipe that my uh, my cousin, who used to like host uh, Thanksgiving reg- routinely, um, she makes it with, it's got Italian sausage and artichokes and it's it's a little bit more substantial than a traditional just a straight up bread stuffing it is so good it is so so freaking good out of this world um i actually did pretty good i had a good well-balanced plate uh you know um set up and and I, i did pretty well with that i was quite pie drunk though i indulged on the pies um and that only i mean ended saturday yeah, I think yeah. Saturday. I think Saturday it was happened. when it ended. It happens. Pies had to go. I, I also made a. Uh, I made a. I, I did a little culinary exploring for this Thanksgiving. Oh, so I wanted. I wanted to have some garlic mashed potatoes. Usually, I would just make regular and sure. I wanted to experiment and throw a little bit of garlic in, not overpowering, but just have that nice, you know, that 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 solid flavor to it. So the first recipe I found was garlic mashed potatoes. Yep. There was way more Parmesan in this recipe than I would have ever imagined. Oh, yeah. So I went nuts. I made these potatoes, and then they got done a little early. Obviously, you know, you got to time your stuff with cooking that many things on the stove. We were going running around, so I let them sit for a while, and my wife was cooking some of the vegetables on the next burner, and that that heat spilled over, so there was actually a little bit of, a little bit of, like, like, blackening that went on inside of the the I, I because again you know i've only got so many pots and pans oh, yeah. do we all i ended up for the mashed potatoes i made enough that i used my lobster pot i said fuck it it'll be fine yep and you can you, know, you can get in there with the masher real good and it blackened one side of the lobster pot so the the potatoes not only had this parmesan and garlic flavor to it but there was a smokiness to it you know what i mean and then it <laughs> it browned over a little yeah, bit yeah, on yeah. top but it was only one it didn't burn the mashed potatoes there were no yeah. blackened potatoes there was just a little bit of a a burn on the side but it didn't spread you know what i mean yeah, it was yeah. really weird it was so good because my wife's going did you put like a ton of pepper in here what's this smokiness from and i'm like i don't know i didn't put it it was like potatoes half and half 
garlic, salt, pepper, mm-hmm. and and um parm. And parm. Yeah, and then you look at the inside of this lobster pot, and there's like one side of it was it's black just and a little oval. Yeah, where it was up against the uh, the the green beans or whatever the fuck was cooking next yep. to it. Oh man, it was good. Nice, <laughs> was dude. Good. Both my kids ate it, which is saying a lot because they're not potato fans. That's awesome. Yeah, that's huge, so. man. Yeah, we did. We, I mean, we ate really well. It was, it was good. Um, my, my, uh, my folks, they're downsizing a ton, and uh, I think they got somebody to take their their uh, old camper, the fifth. This thing oh, has been, yeah, which is they've been, they've, it's been, it's. I mean, you got something that size, and you're just looking to move it. It's pain in the ass. It's a crazy pain in the ass. But my dad had uh, these two boats that he was going to go and bring to scrap because they're just shot, you know, and he doesn't have the time to put into them. And um, they're not exactly like the wreck boats, you know. Um, so he he found a, a guy to come uh, come by and, and take a look at that, actually at the, at the fifth wheel, looked at that, and he said that the um, – that he was like, oh yeah. He's like, what are you doing with those boats? My dad's like, oh, he's you know, we're uh, you know, I'm going to be dropping them off on Monday. And he's like, uh, he go he goes, uh, you know, I'm the guy who's, who's taking them. I, I got to pay him, you know, a couple hundred dollars a piece. He's like, I'll tell you what, man. He's like, I'll take them right now for a hundred a piece. Like, okay, okay, beautiful, done deal. Saved him some money. Now he doesn't have to worry about it. So that's awesome. It was always good to see my sister. That's great. Uh, we had we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, talked about games, like because we're we're throwing around the idea of just doing a bunch of like uh, for Christmas Eve appetizers and board games. Like that's we're we're kind of bouncing around. Um, Home run. Cards Against Humanity might come out. That could be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know though with the with the kids maybe not maybe we'll stick to apples to apples that could be a good one with the children but it, may I make a recommendation fire I away found oh. it, I even found I even found it at my local Walgreens we had to talk about this uh, in the third segment of one of our earlier shows but get yourself a co- get yourself a box of throw throw burrito or throw yeah. throw avocado the G rated violence is good for the heart. I Good think that's soul. actually a really great idea. Throw, throw, burrito. Walgreens. Yeah. Yeah, I saw one at Walgreens. That's when I went, holy shit. This, yeah. It's it's made by the same company as, um, as uh, what is it, Exploding Kittens? And I believe yep. Cards Against, is Cards Against Humanity made by that company too? Uh, it might be. Yeah, so whatever the Exploding Kittens game people yep. are, and I know that sounds bizarre. I've never played it, but I've seen it yeah. on shelves. Um, that's the company that makes throw, throw burrito and throw, throw avocado. Go ahead and fire that shit. Up. I like that idea. That's a great one. Throw, throw burrito would go over very well. I think my nephew would like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even my niece, my niece has a dark streak. She's like my youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. So she might, she might, you know, like, like you said, G rated violence. I think it's perfect for everybody. Yep. And uh, by the way, speaking of your Thanksgiving and your younger daughter, that was an excellent video. Oh, you guys posted of dancing around the kitchen. You with, a, I believe it was a, a bottle of tomato juice and a, and a can of Bud. It, it, was, a, it was a, a Mick Ultra and uh, a, <laughs> a, a, a jar of Clamato, um, oh, which so I was making you. red eyes. And yeah, that was my oldest. That was Chloe. She was oh, like, was oh, yeah, no, she, <laughs> she loves doing this stuff where she'll just set her phone up and like start recording. And there's a million of these things of me like singing along to a stupid, stupid song or something like when I'm bringing her to school or whatever. And she. <laughs> She likes to catch these things. I'm all over her Snapchat, apparently, which I did not realize. But, um, yeah, it's a little ridiculous. 
it's a little little ridiculous. Woodrick jumps in here and he goes, uh, it's first time watching this live. I definitely understand the disco dungeon references now. See? It makes sense. It's like Club 54 meets like, you know, a, a torture chamber. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I see there's a I'd also notice there's a couple comments above that uh, regarding my new backdrop. So I don't. Yes. I don't have Nerdville showing in the background now. Um, I, I changed my backdrop. I have no disco dungeon. Yeah. I just went with a simple. You know, I have a ton of concert memorabilia lying around everywhere. And a couple years ago, I went and caught Clutch up in uh, up in Maine, and I already had the T-shirt or whatever from a previous show like that week. So yep. I was looking around, and they had their gigantic six by six foot flag of that current album cover which is a bald eagle simply up against a canvas. Nice. Easy enough. Easy enough. Yeah. Sorry I hit the clutch logo. There's no reason for it, but the bald eagle's there. We're good. Yeah. America. It's awesome. America. America. Fuck yeah. America. So that was uh, that was Thanksgiving. What else happened on Thanksgiving? We did stuff. Hold on. Uh, I didn't do anything on Black Friday, did you? I did nothing on Black Friday. Although, you know what? So my wife... You know, I mean, as is the case, I think, with a lot of folks when it comes to shopping in general now, like now I feel like the majority of what people are buying as far as gifts is the majority of it's online. You know, they're they're yep. avoiding uh, the lines, avoiding any crowds. You know, they're, they're shopping when it's convenient. Like it's. It's a good thing. Like, you know, and it works out. But my wife loves to get together because my, my kids both do dance. My wife is a dance mom. You know, I mean, she could be on that show. It's a little scary. But um, she had gone and, and as, as she does every year, the dance moms all get together. You know, they they go out and they they hit the stores and they get, you know, the best deals on specific things. And there was only one item that my wife needed. And it was a, a fairly big ticket item. And she was able to get it at uh, at a Walmart. And she was like, she's like, it, it happened to be like a sale price. And she's like, if I, I'm gonna, it's the only thing that I'm actually going out, which is bullshit, because she came back with bags and bags and bags and bags of things as if she had a plan. Um, so she had gone and uh, and done all this stuff, um, but she got up at like three thirty in the morning for, on on, on Friday morning, like, and I'm like, okay, why? And I was barely awake, uh, and in fact, I was definitely in some type of a substance and pie induced coma. Um, <laughs> and and I woke up as she was getting up, and she asked me, and I was half asleep. She asked me, and I found out afterwards what it was. She asked me a question, and I I didn't even have the the brain capacity to like think about this and figure out any like what she was talking about but she asked me if she could take my truck she asked me if she could take my truck because her she was almost out of gas and nothing was open that early and my response was something like uh what something like that and then I, I do remember this clear as day because she just yells at me and she goes, fine, whatever. <laughs> Shuts the door and leaves. And I'm like, okay. And as she's walking out, it's starting to come together. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Wait a minute. Okay, now I realize what she said. And I, the window was closed. I wasn't about to open it, but I was like, pride's 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I've been sleeping on the couch lately, and uh, yeah. it's- <laughs> you should try a recliner. They're really good. Yeah. Well, well, you know, it's it's funny, man. We have this reclining love seat, and um, 
you know, the dogs love it. And uh, only one side of it reclines now. And I have taken, I have never felt like an old, like an old man, like I do recently, where I will just fall asleep sitting up. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let, I'll let my wife recline, you know, we're hanging out doing our thing. And I have like a dog on the edge of the, the love seat. And I'm sitting there holding the other dog in between, or the, the, uh, the derpy one is in between the two of us, um, just smothering herself. In between the two of us, and we're so uh, I'm sitting there, and I will fall asleep, head leaning forward, <laughs> passed out, snoring like crazy. That's when I know it's time to go. You know, yep. yeah. I um, mean, eesh. I did. And let me take that back. I did actually do something on 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 Black Friday. Oh, you did? Okay. I totally forgot about that. I actually called you about it the next day. I um on on Thursday on Thanksgiving. What I found is if there's any last minute items we need while we're cooking, which yeah. always happens. Uh, last year, um, our turkey actually was bad when we defrosted it. Oh, when we found that out. We we got it once we opened that thing up. It, the smell hit us, and and we had to go get a. You know, there were no turkeys. I just got the got the biggest damn chicken I could last year. Yep. But I remember that because I remember that. Yeah, because of blue laws in Massachusetts and Connecticut being so close to Connecticut, Massachusetts doesn't have anything open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thankfully, we're I'm right on the border with Connecticut. I shoot 15 minutes down the road, and I'm I'm at an open stop and shop. Yep. So I can grab anything I need there. This year it was little stuff, milk. I think the parm for the potatoes. I thought we had some, we didn't. You know, little stuff. I went there, and this plaza that the stop and shop is located at in Enfield is like an L-shaped plaza, and it's always had local businesses in there. Oh yeah. And to the point that I know when exactly I asked you, where you're going yeah, with this. That's right. Well, when I asked you about this, I said, well, do you remember there's a, there was a CD store and a music store in there for years and years and years called the Music Outlet, and they moved down the road to the next town over? And he say, you said, yes, yes. So I said, well, in the same, that same block of building or the same block of stores, uh-huh. there's, there's now, I guess it's a chain because when I looked up their address, it came up with what state do you want. It gave a list of states where they apparently oh, have locations, okay. and it's called Game Letter X Change, and they have fucking everything not just video games but video games cds dvds they have a selection of used nerf guns so if you're like me and have two kids that grew up in the era of deadly nerf guns you can actually sell those back if you want a couple of bucks i am they they have signs up everywhere basically anything nerd related video games action figures comic books dvds cds they will buy it it's awesome so um i'm highly I might go impressed buy with some nerf they, guns they got Dude, I'm telling you, I went there and I'm uh, thinking for was, trivia. That could be a lot of fun. The yeah, the big thing is I found two, one, two, three video. Was it no two video games and three CDs, and I only spent like thirty bucks that That's I wanted. Awesome. I'm like, this is. I mean, they're used. You know what I mean? I, sure. I buy old stuff. So yeah, that was my Friday night. My I took my oldest with me. He was very happy to go down there. He's a he's a gamer himself. So mm-hmm. we we went down there and had a blast and. Um, yeah, and then uh, I don't know what happened Saturday. I think Saturday was a nothing day, and Sunday was a nothing day. Got a lot of cleaning done, housework shit, you know. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But this was a nice relaxation weekend. And mm-hmm. then, you know, this morning I woke up, and the pond in the backyard had ice on it. Yep. So we are now in the dead zone, my friend. Yeah, we, we are. are. in that waiting for waiting for walkable ice. Mm-hmm. Or spring. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> What's going to get here? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it ha- is, sometimes it happens where locally we don't get safe ice, you know, it's if it's yeah. that mild. I don't, I'm not expecting that to be the case this winter. I think we're going to get handed some cold weather. 
Yeah, I mean, you usually know. what I'll see is uh, is we'll get a, I mean, at the absolute least, usually in like late January, early February. Yeah, we'll get that like one to two weeks where the ice forms. Um, like was it was it last year? Last year, the year before, I wasn't able to ice fish in my lake because I only found four inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross! I only found four inches once or twice. I prefer six myself. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> I know stick. you're. I know, yeah, I know you're an eight inch man. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely an eight inch man, you know. Um, I like an insurance policy that we're gonna be, you know, good. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, we'll find it around. But I mean, luckily we have the Berkshires right there and it, they always, always, every year, year in, year out get Oh yeah. Us. So we always we got a twenty, thirty minute ride up up the shears and we're good to go. Nice. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely going to be some ice fishing outings going on. That's definitely happening. Scale it, we're scaling it back, and I'm I'm making I'm making the big push this winter, the off season, like really getting shit together with the kayak. Uh, as far as making it a point to get out twice a week with it, you know that's going to be my goal. From as soon as temps hit a uh, comfortable t- uh, temp, where, I, where I'm good. Actually, I, I have been looking at some dry suits and other options um, so that I can get a jump start uh, from where I would typically get started. Um, God, so expensive though. It really is. Yeah. Like it's 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 so nuts. Um, worth it. I mean, obviously it's worthwhile, but I got to figure something out for that. So that's going to be my primary focus. But as far as like outings, yeah, I, I would love to get out a couple of times for some more social outings than if, if nothing else, you know, and uh, I think it could be kind of fun. Yeah, I, there was uh, speaking of, of shit weather. Um, we had reports of snow, I think, on Friday in uh, Worcester, like a half inch. Um, yeah. Or out that out toward that way. Anyway, Worcester, Spencer, maybe. And um, yeah, not the Berkshire's got the Berkshires got six to ten that night. Oh, did they get that much? They got a ton of snow. Yeah, oh, shut that's the what fuck I. Up. That's what I saw. Gross. Good old Dave Hayes, the weather nut, our favorite uh, yep. local internet weather guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was all over it, saying the Berkshires are getting whacked, and then Worcester got a little bit, but it went around the valley. It went north of the valley. Yeah, we didn't get any of it, and I did see uh, gravy. Gravy fishing's pictures. Good old Eric Graves. Yeah. That's 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 who it was. It was Gravy who had posted, and I think it was Friday. He said, "Oh yeah, it's uh, snow. No good. No bueno. Yep. No bueno. There's guys on ice and mass too. Yeah. So there's probably guys up in the Berkshires already that's on I'm ice. Thinking. That's what yep. I'm thinking. And um, we we got a little snow locally. I know you didn't see any in your town, but our it yeah. was very very little. There was not even a coating, but yep, it was uh snow mixed in with that little bit of showers we got today. So we had a little itsy bitsy bit of. Bit of snow. Um, I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not. I hate I'm moving not it at this it. point. Yep. No, it's done. So. Yeah, I just I don't want to deal with it. But hey, it is what it is, guys. You know, we'll uh, yep. we'll survive it. We're New Englanders. We'll, it's what we do. We'll and pull our fucking socks up. I should say this: that the other sort of focus for the winter is uh prepping for and i've been trying to like what's what's the right way to to word this there's so many different terms for what i'm trying to do um i have the uh you know i have the forerunner and i love it it's great you know and and the word that pops up right away that everybody's asked me about that you know when, once they 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 saw what i my new toy you know once they saw my new toy they're like you're gonna go overlanding is that your thing you can do some overlanding and i'm like hell no i don't have the concentration required nor the the the, the desire to do the types of upgrades that would require that you know what overlanding is right sean 
I do, but define it for anybody who doesn't. So overlanding is basically like, it's like road tripping off the grid is basically what yeah. it is. It's it's like truck camping, but to like the maximum level. This is where you'll see a lot of people that'll use like those uh, heavy duty roof racks on their vehicles that'll have a rooftop tent. Um, for a lot of this stuff, you're not on paved roads most of the time. You know, you're you're traveling and you're taking the 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 not so beaten uh, not so beaten path, if you will, and really giving it like a full send. What I'm looking to do is I would compare what I'm trying to do. I, I like to call it this not so stealth stealth camping. <laughs> and the way I, I say this is like stealth camping is like, you know, truck camping, but you do so in all any area really. But basically you're locking everything down and you know, everything that you need is within your vehicle. Like you could literally just jump in the driver's seat and just drive off and you're good to go. I'm looking more for, um, you know, getting out to a spot where I want to fish and making that one day send more than that, you know, a couple of days or something like that. So when we were talking about some of our bigger trips, like up in Maine and Vermont, stuff like that, you know, I would love to be able to be completely sufficient with bringing, you know, my supplies, setting up a little site and then using, using the, 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 uh, back of the forerunner to sleep. So I have a couple of, of projects, um, Minimal, very minimal. Like I, I want to do as little as I can to this uh, to make it worthwhile. There's there's a very small platform that I'm building. Um, it doesn't lift or give me any storage. I'm not interested in that. So I've got that coming. A couple of different products that I'm looking at, like a being and figuring out what I like. But I've actually been talking a lot with uh, Becca, fishing with Becca, because she's doing something very, very, very similar. She is uh, turning her her truck into a truck camper, and you know, I mean, much more like she. Has has an eight foot bed on that thing it's perfect like she can have like a queen size bed in that you know what i mean like she's got yep. it's set up nice she's got rod storage set up actually in her latest video she's got a reveal of of, of what's going on um with that now she's got rod storage in that in the center and the plus two long drawers that you can just pull right out and you can keep supplies in you can keep clothing in like anything you would possibly need keep this all together so it's a, it's a good little setup that she's got going on so it's possible actually that we might do some trips um up to some of like the ekf stuff you know yep. uh, or or you know i mean it doesn't make sense for me to <laughs> truck camp if i do the connecticut river because i'm right here <laughs> that is that is going to be so nice for that ekf event but yeah. yeah we um i know i had spoken with nelson he's got a trailer so i'm going to be tagging along with him yep or we're both going to be following each other up because if he has a trailer i might have to load the boats on a mine yeah we're going to figure that's that out thing yeah and um, I know we'll be getting campsites for all that, but I don't think he's making one of them. I thought it was a New York EKF stuff yep. that he's not. So I actually am going to be trying something a little different this year. Normally I have tents, but I hate sleeping on the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, I know this this second option that I'm going to bring up is not really foolproof Popular. for animals, but for most of them. So have you seen those tents that you can unfold and fit trucks, the bed of a truck? Inside? inside the bed so if you just got a pickup truck you can yep there's a there's tents that have straps that actually strap around the wheel wells and this and the other thing mm -hmm. and, they, and the bumpers so um th those are not very expensive i found most of them and some really highly rated ones on amazon are under 200 dollars. yep so i asked i asked santa claus see what the see if the big man can come through this year yeah for uh for one of those and i'll use it sparingly but it'll last me for years and i'm only going to need it 
you know, on occasion, yeah. which is nice, but it's better than being on the ground. I hate camping on the ground. And yeah. some of these tents are these, these truck tents are these bed tents are, um, I mean, the reviews are saying they're five to 10 minutes set up, even with one person, set it up on the ground, plop it in and then strap it down and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I'll be, uh, I'll have some more fun reviews with that shit coming up. That's kind of a, a, an awesome setup. And yeah, I mean, for, if you have a pickup, I think that's the way to do it. I've actually seen yep. people take those tents, Sean, and then put a cot. If you have a, a bed that will facilitate putting a cot right in there, and then it lifts you up, you get not only that, but you get some storage underneath. Well, I thought we talked about my air mattress a few episodes ago. We did. The, the strenuous tests that some online reviewers put through. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I've I've got I'm covered on that. You're Thank good. You you're definitely good though. for that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we we should share. You should send me the link of the online reviews. I'll put it up in the Patreon so the jig heads can see it. And <laughs> go ahead. And I'll try to. I'll try to find it. Yeah. I'll I'll dig that up for you. I'll dig that up after the show. We're we're talking here. We're we're rapping. We're chewing the fat. We are. Damn it. <laughs> we we have are. nothing to talk about with fishing. But you know what? Uh, the, the whole thing is, is that this is part of it. You know, this is kind of like this is what happens at this time of year. Things kind of slow down. Although I will tell you, last Sunday I had a great day of fishing. Like a week ago, oh, it was fantastic. I was really hoping to get out again, but did not did not work out. Bastards. What are you yeah, going to do, though? Happened. You know, what are you going to do? Thanksgiving was great. I mean, it happens when you get to this holiday week. It's kind of kind of bananas. I noticed Woodrix is uh, making a comment now about those uh, those rooftop tents yep. and those ladder rack top tents. So I do have a ladder rack in my truck. I cannot do that. I would love one of those. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the price they are literally ten times the price of one of those bed tents. And yeah, I permanently affixed or as permanently as I could get it. To my um to my ladder racks are um, ski holders that I use as rod holders, ski racks as yep. they call them. So there's the, those V shaped racks that just have a hinge, Pac-Man style that just hold on to skis. Uh, Nelson made a absolute brilliant discovery a couple years ago that they're great rod holders, and I've adapted the same thing to my truck. So I would love one of those rooftop ones, but. Too expensive, and I ain't taking yeah. my rod rack down. Yeah, it's, so. I mean, you got a good system, and that, that's the yeah. thing that I, I, I've I've found looking into this is that, like most things in life, there's more than one way to skin a cat, and yep. you know you got to you know figure out what works best for you. I may go forward with this whole whole endeavor and, and realize like this is not necessarily my deal. You know, like sleeping in the yeah. bed of the truck might not be it, but. You know, there's there's times where I, I think it could be uh, it could be interesting. One thing I want to mention is this. So, no big secret. We've we've let the cat out of the bag here. We have a live show coming up. Um, yes, we do. We do. We we have a live show coming up. There's lots. Of, we're in the planning stages for that currently. Like we're throwing some ideas around. We have a few things that we want to figure out how they're going to work flow we're working on some special appearances and things like that very excited about all that stuff but tickets are on sale um it's it's i know i said that there were good drop on black friday but they actually went live much earlier than that i didn't realize that i set the, the start date link for black friday but they seem to go much earlier than that but we're already 10 percent sold out like already 10% sold out. So if you want to get your tickets, all you got to do is go to jigsandbigs.com. You will see a banner right on our site for the 100th episode live show. Click that sucker. It's a link to your ticket uh, purchase through Eventbrite. And, uh, you know, tickets are limited. 
It's a limited engagement. It's a small room that we're working with. And, and this is like the first time that we're doing this here. So definitely it'd be awesome. You know, it'd be great to see some of you guys. Some of you guys that are traveling, we will try to help out and point you in the direction of some affordable uh, lodging and such, things like that. So, you know, get in touch. We, we'd love to have you come down and check this out. It's for a great cause. It's for Make Massachusetts Fishing Spots great again. They do great stuff. And we also have uh, a giant check that we're going to be um, we're going to be giving to them um, that that makes up the the funds raised from the live show, but also the money that we've raised for this year's tournaments that we've put together. So very cool, very excited to get that to, out to them, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to have some vendors there. We're going to have a bunch of friends, a lot of a lot of camaraderie and shenanigans. Some guests, yeah. Oh, from, some guests from the show. Some guests, yeah. You're definitely gonna wanna gonna wanna get your tickets for this before uh, they tickets sell out because once that's the case, there's nothing we can do. Small room. We're looking to make it amazing. And uh, I took some pictures while I was in there just to kind of show Sean like what we were dealing with. And this is a nice spot. It really is. I think you guys are going to really yep. like it. So a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody who picked up tickets on the first day. Appreciate that. Um, going right out like this hard. I know it's tough. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't know what we're doing yet. Blah, 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 blah. Got to make some decisions, especially this week with Thanksgiving. Like everybody's going in a million different directions, but appreciate you guys who got your tickets now. That's great. So jigsandbigs.com. You can get them right there. You can always shoot us a DM on Instagram or anything. We'll send you the link. And we'll be, we'll be posting the link on our story as well. So you can get your tickets if you need them. They're available. We're going to have a great time and a whole lot of fun. And then it's uh, it's expo season. You know, fishing sure shows are coming and stuff like that. And I'm not I'm not saying that we're going to be anywhere necessarily, but it is. And this is part of the planning that goes into this. So we'll be uh, letting you guys know exactly what is going on uh, for these expos if we're going to be able to have anything uh, happening. It, it would be great to uh, to kind of collaborate and get creative and do some stuff with these shows and uh, and, and mingle with, uh, with, with anglers. It's been a while. Yeah. You know? without, without spilling any beans, I believe you and I are in the planning stages of being locked into one, correct? At least yeah, one. We yep. know of. Yeah. So, yep. so without spilling, we're not going to say anything because we're not We're not 100% on sure. Yeah. Once we're locked in on one. We'll be letting you guys know for sure. Yep. Cool. I am. Uh, oh, and here we go. <laughs> Out in the oh, comments. here we, we go. Have Ellie is back. Ellie is back. Hi, <laughs> Ellie. Ellie is back. And yes. it, it's uh, it's that throne, the second throne. <laughs> She's just watching Ellie from the throne. She's so watching classy. from the throne with poop emojis. Thank I you, Ellie. It. We love the visual. Woodricks asks for the date. The date is Saturday, February the fifth, first weekend in February. Um, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Like the show is definitely gonna happen. It's gonna be a blast, and uh, I think. You know, we have we have some good stuff. Ellie's going to be that. We're hoping to have Ellie there to add what Ellie adds. <laughs> At this point, should we just have her on the stage with us, quietly reading a newspaper on a on a toilet? I mean, clothed fully, nothing nothing crazy, but just you know, just doing her thing. Like that would be appropriate. It's I so think. funny, <laughs> man. I watched Friday, uh, Wednesday night. I watched Friday because the trilogy is on HBO Max. And I'm like, I'll watch Friday because this that's just what I do. I'm, I'm an old man. I go yes. and I 
I, I put a movie on or something at, when I'm going to bed with the full intention of sleeping through the entire thing. And I sleep like a baby. It's great. But I did wake up in the scene where Ice Cube is in the bathroom with his father and his father's like spraying the air freshener all over the place. Yes. <laughs> and when you're describing Ellie there, that's exactly what I what came to my mind. Yeah, and you know Damn. what? Before... Before we continue on with our whoring and go to break, that brings up something else that I did this weekend that I, I probably should mention. Hit me with nerdy. some funny shit. I like nerdy. Spell- Nerdy's good. Yeah, well, movie-wise, I don't sit down until it's cold out uh-huh. to watch TV, movies, catch up yeah. on shit. So I started binging on the end of the phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I, I never watched right. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. And then I rolled right in. Last night, I binged all nine episodes of WandaVision, which I thought was incredibly cerebral and good. Mm-hmm. So I'm on to, I think Black Widow is next. And then after that, I got to watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I'm just rolling. Nice. Rolling, dude. That's the way to do it. You know? Yeah. You got to dive in. You got to go for it. You got to make this shit happen. Got to make it happen. Got to so make that shit happen. Leftovers, MCU, football. I've really been a piece of shit this weekend. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, who hasn't? Have you? <laughs> did you even Thanksgiving if you haven't been a piece of shit or a frosted cranberry <laughs> piece of shit? Wow, uh, that I have not ever heard of. Um, I mean, this is why we love Ellie. It's this true. Is, these are the frosted cranberry poo. Uh, is that worthy of a survey? <laughs> Has everyone ever had or heard of a frosted cranberry? If you have a frosted cranberry poo, you might want to see a doctor. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Just saying. I don't know. Oh, boy. My goodness. Guys, we are going to take a very, very quick... Actually, let's before before we take our break here, there's a couple things that we want to get in nice and early. First and foremost is that your boy added a bunch of songs to the Spotify playlist. Um, some good ones. Really good ones. Spotify playlist. That's the uh, Jigs and Bigs Volume 2. I added a bunch of tunes to it. Um, you know, and I'm adding more and more and more. And actually, what I've been doing is going back into some of the episodes. And as guests or or artists just come up organically in conversation, and I remember bringing them up, I'm just adding a couple of songs in to kind of diversify and have some fun. We're going to be featuring a lot of these songs at the uh, at the Jigs and Migs live show. This is going to be something like in the intermission and stuff, or before we get started, we'll we'll have on and things like that. But um, if you have any suggestions, feel free to shoot us uh, a DM on Instagram or or or, or comment uh, on on anything. You know, um, shoot us a message. Let us know what uh, what what you think we should include. Um, we also want to go ahead and m- mention our fishing report. Now, this week was obviously insane with the holiday. Um, you know, fishing report is uh, is is we're in. Like, like like Sean said, we're in that dead zone right now where open water fishing is minimal at best and ice has not fully kind of happened right there. So bear with us. We've got our contributors and uh, Cheryl, who puts together this amazing report for you guys. Uh, that's going to be coming out bi-weekly and you'll have information. Uh, this is something that you want to watch too regarding safe ice, regarding, you know, shit like yep. that. This is very, very like, especially as we transition into ice fishing. This is definitely something you're going to want to watch to get some reports. If somebody has some sketchy shit happen to them, you know it's coming from a source you can trust. That's the nice thing about all the contributors we work with. They're generally fantastic folks and not pieces of shit. You know, except for me. I'm a piece of shit. I'm the only piece of shit who's who's a contributor. So buckle up. Uh, I don't know. I contribute too. So there's that's two true of us. too. There's a couple of us. We kind of 
spring the curve goes down there we could smell our own <laughs> oh okay i'm just finally putting this together now it's the poop spray smells the spray frosted cranberry uh, i gotcha i gotcha we thought that poor ellie was in severe gastrointestinal distress yes and she, there were like yeah if there was there were seasonal fruits just firing out of her and i i don't want to be in that kind of position where somebody is uh you know hold on my fishing report consists of how i was catfished by a 62 year old guy named walt include it include it now look I have to ask at this point, is that where the cranberry cream poops came from? <laughs> is is Ellie's bathroom known as the bog at her house? <laughs> the bog! <laughs> uh, she's not a Massachusetts uh, girl, but that, that would make her an honorary masshole. The bog! Cranberry. There's cranberry bogs around. There are cranberry bogs. Yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> of course, we've got merch available at jigsandbigs.com. New stuff is coming shortly. We have uh, some specialty items that will require a, um, uh, like, sort of like a pre-sale, really, because they're that intensive that we'll have to put together. So you'll have that to look forward to as well. Uh, there is a revamp of the website coming very soon. Uh, get some stuff worked out, some things cleaned up, make it a little bit more sleek and user-friendly, a little bit more intuitive maybe. Uh, this should be pretty good. And, uh, and as, as always, we have some uh, Instagram giveaways coming. And it is so ridiculously close. We're, we're like less than we're, – we're about 19 people right now, actually away from a giveaway on the jigs and bigs instagram 19 people now right now we have five people that are in here five jig heads that are watching this if every single person in here knew three people that was not currently following jigs and bigs and said hey why don't you go follow jigs and bigs shut these fucking guys up so they can give away some shit and i can win some stuff and maybe you'll win some stuff that would be great go ahead and suggest that folks follow us and you know the other way that you guys can really kind of help us is just if you see something on one of our posts that you like drop a comment you know that we're always going to try to banter back and forth in any way possible that we can um, that also helps us get some reach so we're very very close to that sean's numbers are getting unbelievably close to another giveaway as well i'm just saying it's going to happen and these are great I'm giveaways edging. Edging closer to 125, I think, which yep. is fine. I, I've been a little quiet on the on the gram lately. A few reshares here and there. Really, not a lot going on. Mm -hmm. but dude, convention season or whatever the fuck show season, whatever you want to call it, that's going to pick up forever. That's going to be crazy. It is. It's so. going to be crazy, crazy, unbelievable. But guys, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back after this break, though. We've got just the tip for you. This week, we talk about tackle storage systems, what works for specifically in this one. What am I doing? How am I staying as organized as I can in between trips and all that kind of stuff? And then also, it's not a perfect system. I want to know what you guys are doing as well. You know, we can always learn when it comes to organization and, and, and storage tips and things like that. So always, always a cool thing. Um, we also have, and uh, we have this week, 
We'll explain to you actually after the break, guys. We'll we'll come back and in our third segment, you're not going to want to miss it. We've got the 2021 gift guide, 21 items that uh, we think would make an amazing gift for the angler in your life. Some of these are uh, amazing deals. Some of these are a little bit bigger ticket items. So we'll we'll see you in a bit. Don't go too far, guys. Much more jigs and bigs coming up after this. Jigs and Bigs is proud to announce we're being supported by Old Glory Outdoors. They're a veteran-owned company that carries fishing and hunting gear. Plus, they're highly active in supporting veteran organizations and charities. Old Glory is an authorized dealer of favorite rods, FX rods, Guggen baits, X-Zone lures, Sixth Sense, and many more. There's a brick-and-mortar store located in East Brookfield, Massachusetts, but you can also order online at oldgloryoutdoors.com. They ship anywhere in the lower 48 states or Order online and pick up at the store. When you order, use the promo code Jigs and Bigs, and you'll save 10% off your complete order. Plus, you'll help support the show. Make sure to check out the apparel line called OGO Gear while you're there. Old Glory Outdoors believes in the slogan Stardom Young to keep kids away from screens and enjoying nature. They've got a full array of live bait too. Check out oldgloryoutdoors.com and use the promo code Jigs and Bigs. Save some money and gear up now. Bobby and Sean now have a special presentation for us all. They'd like to give everyone just the tip. Well, it is the weekend after Thanksgiving as we record this. And what are you giving if you're not giving the tip? You know what I'm saying? If you're not, if we're, if we didn't give you guys a decent tip this week, we'd be, we'd, we'd be pieces of shit for, for not, I'm not Chris anymore. I'm Mr. Serap. Well, oh. Bobby, before we get into the tip, you and I are laughing for a completely I know. different reason. I know. So one of the benefits to being a jig head is you yes. get to see you get to see the show and what we're doing in between breaks. Mm-hmm. And today we had an impromptu poll because I threw an idea out, a little ad libbing for our show, and I ran it by Bobby and he didn't know and I didn't know. We ran it by our jig heads. Yep. See what they they thought <clears throat> it's that me. it's and, that um, engaging, that live action engaging that you don't really get on the standard podcast you know platform yeah i i actually was accused to, to, at this point of putting my military gear back on and ordering people to do shit which was true um i can't i can't deny that but after 10 or 15 messages we got the info we needed we and then did. the conversation devolved into once again sarah pendergrass cooking food for the entire east coast and nobody's denying anything <laughs> it's true <laughs> Oh, but so anyways, we we do want to provide you guys with some some info, some knowledge. And and this kind of just hit me uh, as as a tip to throw out there. I I was I've been watching a lot of the the gift guides. Oh, apparently uh, Windows is trying to tell me something. Um, (laughs) I've been that's today's tip. Always handle your updates before you start recording your podcast. You assholes. (laughs) Windows just asked Sarah for sauce. (laughs) What's a peekle? Uh, <laughs> so the, the, what we're going to talk about today is tackle storage because, you know, we're in this weird kind of like dead zone of info of, of, of fishing. Like it's, you know, it's locally, if, if you're, if you're in the, the New England area, you kind of know how tough this is 
you know, for, for us, because when you've got skim ice, you're not doing any ice fishing. There's nothing you can do, but some of your favorite spots could be, you know, just, just literally just enough ice to keep you from getting a bait in the water. Um, it's just going to fuck the whole thing up. So a lot of folks, if you, and what, what about those folks that don't ice fish? They utilize this as a way to prep for the next, uh, the next year, the next season, the next send, the next trip, whatever it might be. And I was watching this video uh, from Tactical Bass, and they're reviewing products for um, the tackle storage. You know, they were talking about, like, some of the the interesting, unique Plano, like, edge boxes. There's actually one of those that I think is pretty cool. It's a, a spinnerbait box. Um, you know, keeps things nice and organized. And it got me thinking about my system and what I'm using. So I'm going to just kind of, in this week's Just the Tip, what we're going to do is kind of break down my tackle organization, which is is relatively small for the most part um and then i want to get into um you know we'll, in the future i want to revisit this but talk to some other folks like we're going to talk to sean about he's got years and years and years of experience doing this and and also streamlining his tackle as well like how that kind of came into play as far as organization and storage and everything else i'd love to have you know uh joe jump in here because he works in tackle selling folks tackle all the time that could be interesting who the fuck is joe good question the hell am i even talking (laughs) (laughs) but in all seriousness when when it comes to tackle i i kind of i i set out this year having a plan in mind that i was basically going to create a um a storage system that was created using various tackle box um the tackle boxes that were organized by lure type um and and what i had been doing previously was kind of a a, like a a riff off of what i was doing previously where i was primarily doing a lot of bank fishing where i had this one bag that i kept one single uh, uh box in that i would work things in and out of and i wanted to expand that because i felt like that one single box was just not enough so what i had done was this was in 2020 I'd picked up a, a Plano uh, backpack that can fit either five or six of the 3,600 size boxes. Plus, there's a nice uh, t- upper section where I, there's a pocket that's got a net that covers it. I can fill it with soft plastics. It's got pockets on the sides. I can put all kinds of accessories in. It's great stuff. But I realized that lugging that around, it wasn't ideal for some of these bank fishing scents. Like, it just didn't make sense to have a full 3600 box with every single you know uh crankbait that i owned especially for a guy that doesn't really throw a whole lot of crankbaits you know and and why was i carrying a hundred something jigs you know i wasn't going to break off that money (laughs) you know i don't see an issue with that (laughs) well but the thing is why was i carrying a hundred jigs in three colors Mm. You know what I mean? That's a bit much yeah. for that one. That's what I'm saying. 33 green pumpkin jigs is a little overkill. 33, you know, like it It really is one of these things where, and this is where preparation came in. So for 2021, my take was a little bit different. What I had done was I had... Um, I had switched over and when I when I when I you know knew that obviously like fishing from a kayak was going to be more my speed I made the investment in some waterproof boxes these will come up later 
you'll see those later. But I made the investment in some waterproof boxes, and I also got larger ones. I got 3,700 size boxes, and this was so that I could create a crate. Well, and that was my initial thought. That went out the window because I actually didn't even want to be bringing that much tackle on the boat with me. What I base my my tackle organization on primarily is a day pack. Whether I'm bank fishing, whether I'm going on somebody else's boat, whether I'm going on my kayak, whether I'm, you know, whatever the situation might be, this is the pack that I'm going to carry with me. And it's made up of three primary things, plus, you know, a bunch of accessories. And we'll get into, you're going to see this pack later to, later in today's show too. Um, basically, it's got a 3,700 box that's just got hard baits in it. It's got top waters. It's got uh, jerk baits. It's got crank baits. It's got lipless. It's got, I mean, you name it. It's It's got it in there. Um, I also have these two other open sections where I have one that is for jigs and chatterbaits and then one that is for spinnerbaits and buzzbaits. No wire baits, stuff like that. So I have it kind of all laid out in here. These are like primarily like hard baits uh, that go in this 3700 box. And I change those out depending on the time of year, the bodies of water that I'm fishing, um, the target. I, I would say target species, but really it doesn't really change that much for that. Um, and then in there, I have a separate box, a 3600 box. That's all terminal tackle. So all my hooks, all my weights, everything else that goes in there, that 3600 box is all my terminal tackle. Then the next thing that I carry for my soft plastics is a bait binder. I love a bait binder. It works for me. I'm in and out of that thing all the time, changing up different things. But when it comes to plastics, I really, I basically carry stick baits, Ned baits, creature baits, um, craws, uh, paddle tails and uh, straight tail worms. Basically, that's the general breakdown. There's six kind of shapes. So what I'll do is I'll take a mix of all those colors. When I notice I'm getting low on something, I re-up these things. Now, what I what I do to store my stuff at home, and I don't necessarily actually this is a, a terrible thing. I I actually what I'll do is I'll take that Plano box with those thirty six hundred boxes, and that's how I keep everything organized by type. So I've got a big box of jigs in there. I've got a big box of hard baits. I've got a big box of of topwater baits. I've got a big box of what's the other? I basically break it into four sections. I have jigs. I have ooh, shit with skirts. <laughs> <laughs> really shit with skirts uh, shit that, with that's skirts. the industry term <laughs> yeah i have shit with skirts i have moving baits uh and then i've got top water baits and what's that fourth box what is that fourth box i forget cranberry I forget. cranberry frosted poos cranberry frosted but i have a fourth box and then i actually i have a fifth box with like oddball stuff that's in there too and and then i, uh, I so i have that in that plano box all set uh, where it's it's accessible, I can go and I can pick things that I need real quickly. Um, and then what I do is I have a, a, a plastic, like a giant Ziploc bag almost. Like you guys have seen these 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 uh, bait bags, where I'll just chalk that full of if I need if I know that I I'm low on uh, you know natural color green pumpkin paddle tails, something like that, baby bass paddle tails or something like that. I'll just take the whole envelope or the whole clamshell container and then you know the bubble pack or whatever and throw that right in there and i'll take my day pack and that bag and i'll just throw it right on the kayak i'll unload the pack um 
with the 3700 box and the 3600 box under my kayak seat and I'll even put the the bait binder under there with me so everything's accessible right where I am I actually don't need the bag at all I just take the bag and leave it behind me so that way I can load it up and transport the stuff easier when I'm you know uh, getting in or, or getting out off the water so that's kind of like my system now what's lacking is that I'm still one of these people I bring everything with me it's just I when I go out I bring it all with me I leave it in the truck and then I'll look at the situation there and I'll organize so I'll organize that day's box while I'm there if I can't do the research beforehand getting some info from somebody something along those lines I'm interested though in what you guys are doing to organize stuff at home because there is no organization at all for me there because every, as soon as I I get something that I'm using I am putting this stuff into play uh, on the way and it's it's working you know, it, it definitely does the job, but there's things that I, as I use them, I find myself using more uh, routinely. And then I'm finding where even seasonally things will change up quite a bit, you know, so I'm, I'm always interested to know how it kind of works out. So for me, that's how I stay organized. Sean, you, you look like you want to jump in here. Yeah, that's where I thought I was going to jump in today because I know yep. you had mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about what I do in my boat and honestly, my 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 outside of the house tackle organization we can get into another day but um, yep. inside the house I have kind of a little system that I figured out over time um I have some uh, I have a, a couple of uh shelving racks you know, rack shelves whatever you want to call them down in the basement mm-hmm. and I have I don't know how many at this point maybe 30 of those plastic cheap you know they're almost like Tupperware, but they're not. You know cheap ass Tupperware. They like you can get them in six packs of oh um, shoe holders. Yes, so like there's. I know they're not shoe boxes, but you know what I mean. Like they're like you totes, are, but they're small enough, like shoe box size. Yeah, they're like they're like six inches wide, six inches yep. tall, and like fourteen inches long, and they're just plastic. They're cheap Tupperware, but you can buy them in six packs. I believe at Walmart or yeah. Dollar General or somewhere else, wherever the hell it is, right? But I bought enough of those that I got some labels. And I put them on the side. Uh-huh. When you go into my basement, if you look at my this giant rack that I have set up, I can I can see there's three and four inch stickworms. There's one labeled that five inch stickworms. There's actually two of those because I buy hundred bags and they just take up room. Yeah. Five inch you know stickworms. Then you go down the road. This kind of creature, that kind of creature. Tubes, miscellaneous. I actually have mm-hmm. one for unopened hard baits. So what I do is like some of the lures that I buy. You know, it's no secret I. I have an affinity for floating Rapalas. Well, yep. floating floating Rapalas are not fucking cheap. But when you find so, a deal. When I found a deal one day, I don't know if it was Land Big Fish or Tackle Warehouse uh-huh. years ago, they were having they were having a 50% off sale on floating Rapalas. So I got two That's for the price awful. of one. So I just told my wife, like, hey, you might see a little money vanish out of the account because I'm I'm stocking up and I'm still, this is like five years later, working through the amount I bought. And I didn't. That's great. I, use, I, I lose one or two a year at the yeah. most. But um, I have another, yeah, like I said, I have another thing labeled um, extra hard base. Mm-hmm. I have another one labeled reels, line, just all of my stuff, no matter what it is, it's simply labeled and I know exactly where it is and it makes my life easier for when I do have to go down yeah. um, into the basement to restock something. It's not digging through 50,000 bags of shit, it might be digging through 10 bags and then I'll know, oh shit, hey, I just ran mm-hmm. out of... What did you say? Green pumpkin paddle tails. Now I got to go get some from somewhere, you know, whatever. 
So I left this comment from Biggest Nickus up here, and he goes, "I buy yeah. tons. I, I like to buy random bags of plastics and put them in a box in my forgot in my garage, then forget I bought them, then buy more." And that's it. What's What's interesting is this: is that two years ago, I, that's exactly what I was doing. Was I was going online and I'd buy a bunch of tackles, shit that I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna use all this. It was gonna be great." And then I would, but I would, you know, I'd I'd, I'd find a deal, you know, and I'd be like, "Okay, paddle tails are such a good because I use them for so much, you know, yeah. I use them for so much." So I stock up on sizes and colors I know I'm gonna be using, and like I have gone and I've I would keep them in a box. My old office when I first started this podcast, and I would find this box of stuff and. I'm like, holy crap, I didn't know I had this. And it was, and that's where I think being organized and knowing like, okay, so I've got this stuff together is really a huge help because it'll prevent you from buying stuff that you don't necessarily need. Getting a deal is one thing. Like if you find something that's on sale or you find something that's maybe hard to find and it's worth worth stocking up a little bit, cool, go for it. You know, I mean, I, I think that that works. What I think is interesting is that Loaded Potato chimes in and this is funny, he goes... When I want new lures, etc., I leave my stuff on my son's boat so I can just get new shit. That is next level thinking. Well, here's here's where this all ties together. I know. The previous comment from Biggest Nick is, is of course, is the son. Potato's son. Exactly. So, Biggest Nick is, what are you doing with not only the lures you've forgotten about in your garage, but all the lures that your father is donating to you? Oh, yeah. This man's a lure machine. I've, I'm not worthy. No, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He's he's a collector. He's into the vintage shit. It really, yeah, it's good stuff. Yep. I I you know, and then I I I like my wife thinks I have a tackle problem. She has no idea. She has no yeah. idea. Like I can put all of my tackle in three bags: a backpack, a sling bag, and that Bass Mafia bag that I use. Like three bags. Um. Speaking of those those Ziploc bags, those plastic bags, that is a merch item I think we should start putting out. Jigs and bigs, tackle bags. You think so? I think so. It, mm, I think we'll they're so it. useful. Yeah, I just think that they are so useful. Um, I, I never thought so until I got my hands on one, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can definitely see where this is a good thing. You know, and it's the beauty of it is it floats. <laughs> That's what's nice. Yeah. You know. All right. Yeah. Run it. Run it by me. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. We'll see, see what we can come up with. Kind of I, I don't know see if what it's kind of shit we can get into. Yeah. I don't know if it's something that's that's feasible, something that's that's realistic, but I I think it could be uh, kind of interesting. But that's that's how I store my gear. Uh, that's how I manage it. And I mean, you know, right now it works. I like to carry less. Because I also feel like I'm less likely to junk fish. That was one bad habit. When I was carrying that big Plano backpack, I would be like, oh, this box is open here, and this box is open here, and I'm going to throw this. And like, oh, that's right. I have this. I should try that. Yeah, that could work. And I'm not thinking about the water. By putting myself there at the water and then saying, like, look, I've got all this stuff. What do I put in here? What do I really think is going to work? I take out the frustration of like missing a fish or anything else, and I'm go- looking at it purely objectively and logistically. You know, like, oh, this water's dirty as fuck. So let's maybe not throw green pumpkin. You know, 
<clears throat> anyway, that's that's what I got for uh, just the tip this week. Um, tackle storage is definitely something that we could beat the hell out of, and I'm I'm 100 interested in getting uh, some input from you guys uh, to let me know what what you think about uh, storing your gear. And, and you know what? Maybe on just the tip, if if you have a tackle storage tip that you would like to share, why don't you go ahead and leave us a message, a 60 second tip, uh, right on our uh, on our website at jigsandbigs.com. And if it's a if it's a tip that's a, a decent tip we'll absolutely share it for you guys absolutely that'd be great um go ahead leave us a message there let us know what you think uh but we it's time to shift gears are you ready sean well before we shift gears oh okay we should just just because you're making mention of leaving messages on the 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 recording uh button that we have on the website let's don't just keep don't just keep it to, to just a tip or ftg yeah if you guys have something to say bobby we love how your beard looks do it yeah. Sean, you're a piece of shit. Do it. Yeah. This is this is it's, it's your it's, chance. It's we sort need of that feedback. That full engagement. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. I like that. I'm all about that. I'm I'm a hundred percent all about that. Leave us yeah. a message. Yeah. Now I'm I'm kinda ready. Mm-hmm. I'm kind see, here's the thing. You and I are always ready for We're this. ready for this, yeah. Today, no one else was. No one else is ready. But I'm gonna be all pissy. <laughs> So you'll probably notice the theme when we bust out with that FTG info. It generally means that uh, we got nothing this week lined up. Uh, But I do feel like this week with the slow going as far as fishing, as far as the change in weather, and also the fact that we had a holiday, a major national holiday right in the middle of the week, I definitely get how your minds were not on wreck boaters and jet skis or, you know, idiots like, you know, taking drive-by shots at deer. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, I understand that. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So as a reminder... If you guys have someone you would like to elect for FTG, and, and you know, we try to keep this to the realm of the outdoors, fishing, we include some hunting in there, stuff like that, but it could be like an FTG, you bump into somebody at your favorite tackle shop, and they're just a straight up jabroni, and you want to blow up their spot? FTG is a place where you can do that. In fact, FTG is a place where they're probably going to hear about that and be like, really? Seriously? You know what I mean? Somebody's going to call them on that shit. This is a good thing. Uh, Keeps people sharp, you know? Uh, So leave us a message at jigsandbigs.com and and tell us, like, who who is it that deserves to get the FTG each week, you know? We we understand that ice fishing is coming up here in the Northeast. We understand that a different type of guy (laughs) comes out for that ice fishing experience, and we understand... Sometimes that guy deserves oh yeah, solid fucking a good solid fucking, and we're your guys to do that. It's true. <laughs> we're the guys to. I'm a moron. I am not like we haven't. No, you know we we have a we have a long sorted history of frequenting truck stops. We, you know, it's true. What do we got to do? We have we have roadside stops with funny little nicknames. I'm just, oh oh yes we do. We're yes, awful. We do. Oh, yeah, oh. we're bad people. So, 
So thanks a lot, everyone. Yeah. Now I'm pissed. Now everybody's been on their best behavior. They're like, oh, shit. We didn't give them any any, any ammunition to throw at us. Well, yeah, you didn't. Is this is, didn't. is this our fault? Are enough people listening now that they don't want to be on the fuck that guy segment? That could be. Maybe. Do you think we've, mm. we've tipped? Is that what it is? Uh, oh, I, I would I love that. I tip. <laughs> we're giving tips. We're getting tips. We're giving we don't know tips. What's going on. We're firing tips out this way. There's tips firing in this way. It's like it's just a tip-a-thon. <laughs> They call that an orgy. <laughs> uh, and that's not when I say, and that's not what I'm referring to at trivia when I say, take good care of your servers and bartenders, tip them kindly. That's not the tip that I'm talking. That's not the tip that I'm talking about. Inez, that is not. <laughs> Who are we kidding? He doesn't tip. He doesn't tip. Oh. Yeah, ever. Oh. Pow. Zoom. <laughs> Guys, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we've got the 2021 Angler's Holiday Gift Guide. 21 items, 21 amazing gifts that I venture to say nearly any angler that is in your life could utilize. If you're an angler, odds are you're listening to this podcast, you probably are an angler. This segment is a great launching point for you to direct your loved ones if they say, I want to get you something for fishing. What should I get you? This is a great list to riff off of. Things that 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 are easy to acquire can make your situation on the water more enjoyable, easier, maybe, but not necessarily something that's so specific like baits necessarily rods and reels line like somebody buys the wrong shit and now you're stuck with this rule of like 40 pound this roll of 40 pound big game that you're never gonna throw for your you know crystal clear <laughs> you know deep water smallmouth. It'll, it'll be good for us, though, because well, we'll true. get a ton of FTG we would. nominations. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Content, people. So we're going to take a, uh, a short break. We're going to get back with this. We got the 2021 Angler's Gift Guide right after this message. Jigs and Bigs is proud to announce that we're being supported by Three Bells Outfitters. Located in Smith Cove on the Niantic River, TBO is Connecticut's premier paddle sports retailer. They're a full service shop specializing in kayaks and paddle boards for everything from recreation to tournament fishing. Three Bells is an authorized dealer of Hobie, Jackson, Feel Free, Native, and Bonafide kayaks, as well as many paddleboard brands. Not sure of what kind of SUP or kayak you want? TBO offers free demos of all brands. Want to go for an extended test drive? They have a full service rental facility on site. Three Bells also offers a complete rigging service for your kayak with such brands as Yak Attack, Yak Gear, Burley Pro, Yak Power, Torquedo, and more. The sky is the limit. You can visit Three Bells Outfitters in person or online at threebellsoutfitters.com. They ship anywhere in the lower 48 states or order online and pick up at the store. Can't make it to the store to pick up your kayak or worry the freight company might damage your purchase? Three Bells Outfitters offers a white glove delivery of kayaks within a 225 mile radius of their store at a rate less than typical freight carriers. They will deliver your kayak, set it up, and answer any questions you may have. Be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to tell them Jigs and Bigs sent you Three Bells Outfitters because life is better on the water.
It's time. I've been waiting for this segment for a full year. Uh, We have been talking about doing our annual holiday gift guide uh, for the angler in your life. We've got 21 amazing items. Now, last time that we did this, I think Sean and I limited to five each. I think that was the plan last year. This year was a little bit different. We just kind of freeformed a bunch of different things that we've been using, putting it together, and we're going to go through it a little bit differently this year. 21 items we're going to go through. We're going to talk about each one, and uh, what you guys need to know is this. This year, we are integrating um, sort of the op- opportunity for you guys to, to get more information at, at, at the, the, uh, the tap of your finger. Uh, we're going to post this gift guide on our Instagram stories, and we're actually going to save it on our profile under the 2021 Holiday Gift Guide. So at any time, you guys will be able to go and see it right on our profile and toggle through and hit links exactly where we're suggesting you check these out. Some of these will be items that you'll find on Amazon. Some of these will be directly from the manufacturer. Some of these few of these are going to be products that you can get uh, from partners of the show like Old Glory Outdoors and Three Bells Outfitters. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Sean, let's uh, let's dive in, find out what our first item is. And uh, It's nothing. It's nothing. It's They're all nothing. getting fucking cool this year. They're cool all getting cool. They're all pieces of shit. <laughs> no, the first one is an item that I have not shut up about uh, since the day I got this one item. This item here is a, uh, a Samurai Tactical Kagi Sling Bag. Uh, I bought this back in, I think, April or May, and it was a game changer. It holds way more uh, gear than my initial sling bag that I've been using for years. Um, it's tough as nails. It's affordable, and get this, it has a lifetime warranty. Uh, Todd Grubb, good friend of the show, has been representing Samurai Tactical on Instagram, and he and I have been going back and forth about this stuff, and I've been I've been wanting to do a reveal of what I've been using this bag for, and I, I feel like I've I'm I'm kind of moved into it enough now where I think it's time. So so that should definitely be happening. That is, uh, Sean, you've seen me use this bag before, right? I've seen you use it quite a bit, man. It looks very comfortable. Um, yeah, I mean, for sure, fishermen, shore anglers. I would look into one. I th- um, yeah, yeah. Shore is not my game with my physical uh, issues, so I simply have to watch from afar on this one. And you seem to get a lot of use out of it. And roll on, man. What else? Talk, it, talk to me. It's awesome. So, uh, item number two is an item that I just started using this year. Um, it's actually free. Um, that's the beauty of this. It's 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 free to use, uh, free to download. It's it's an app, the Angler app. I love the Angler app. It's helped me track my trips. It's helped me track catches. Um, it's done so with privacy settings that I can customize and I can have laid out the way I, I would like. There is a little bit of a social element to it. I really, really enjoy it. But the thing I like most about it is the bullseye. The uh, Now, that is the only only segment that you have to purchase. I'm using a, uh, a pro... Um, uh, account on Angler, so I get all the features and everything else. Just try it out; it's it's very cool. Some of the mapping and stuff that it gives you, but that button makes it so convenient. You know, when I'm on the kayak, I've got the button clipped to my hat. Every time I I I, I get a fish, first thing I do, right where I'm at, I just hit that button, and it marks a waypoint on my map privately, so that I can go back later and use that data for my own records as far as uh, conditions at that time, what was happening with the wind what was going on with the temperature the barometric pressure things like that it all gets calculated in there so that is item number two 
Um, Sean, you've never you've never used one of these items on the on the on the water, have you? I have not. No, but I, I, there's been more than a couple of occasions this year where to verify some stuff, I've yelled over to you to see what your your angler app is yeah. had going on, and yeah, it's it seems like a great tool to use. So anybody who's just getting into the game where they they're trying to figure out the best way for them to to get that data and to record it. If you're just starting and you haven't figured out your way yet, or if the things that you're looking for, if you're an experienced angler, are on that app, go yep. for it. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's I, I I love it. So I recommend the app and the bullseye. So that is item number two. Our next item, you have heard of this one before, but it's new to us. Um, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Andrew Hayes, for this item. He tipped me off on this, and I'm sharing it on our list because it is an amazing bargain this is uh, a pack of 1200 bobber stops uh for i think it's 13 bucks i think it's 12.99 um you can't beat that you're you're gonna go through bobber stops if you use them you're gonna use them and you're gonna lose them non-stop and they're one of those items that are priced kind of nuts so if you could just have a bunch of them ready to go you know leave some in your truck and as you're running low grab another another spool you can go for it i think you can even select the size if if you if you want so that's it's a pretty good deal but 1200 bobber stops for uh for 13 dollars is is kind of amazing and that's that's a deal that's on amazon and that in particular will come in handy for, for Texas rig fishermen yep. that are looking to peg down their bullet weights. I know when I throw a Texas rig, it's usually, um, usually I'll throw, uh, you know, as big of a bullet weight as I can with a seven or 10 inch ribbon tail. Yep. And I like that weight pegged and I do, you know, I don't do it so often enough, um, that I think 1200 would do for me. But yeah, if I did that, that's pretty common sense i mean oh yeah if you're using it a lot go for it yeah definitely that's a that's a good deal and if you want to just stock up and you're like i'm just sick and tired of losing them it's 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 you know trust me yep it, it, this is a this is an absolute bargain next up on Some, there that's i'm uh, sorry that's something you'd throw in a shoe box on your rack down in the basement yeah you always got them <laughs> you always got them exactly exactly uh the next item is from uh cali coast it's called the fishing cali clip and what this is is a silicone band that goes around your rod on the blank um this is really great for if you have a rod that doesn't have uh, a, a hook keeper um so that you can uh you know put your your lure uh tight up against it and not have it hanging all over the place but also why i like this is great for drop shot weights you you know put your your hook on wherever you typically would hook any other bait with the drop shot weight though you've got all this leader line and then this additional weight this uh especially the cylindrical style weights will slip right in there and and hold nice and snug in that in that little silicone band it's just awesome it's affordable it's one of these accessories that any angler is definitely going to be able to utilize and it works really really well and you know, I believe it or not, I think I've used those. Yeah. And it, there were a series of rods I was using that did not come with lure keepers, and with with something like that, it's invaluable. Yeah. So it's it's a home run. It's a freaking home them run. Out. This next one's kind of weird, and it's funny because uh, I didn't realize how useful this kind of uh, uh, item would be for a fisherman 
but Sean had kind of tipped me off to like these are worth their weight in gold. Um, I found a on Amazon a 20 piece mini carabiner kit. Um, 20 different individual items. You've got uh, some espiner styles. You have got more traditional styles, a, a small and a large. And the one that I think is is actually probably the most useful and the main reason why I picked this is there's five of the circular carabiners where it's it's entirely round it's a perfect ring but it's got one arm that pokes down and what i've actually used this for is on my samurai tactical sling bag my fishing bag there are fabric loops that are on the sides and i've taken those carabiner uh, those those round uh circular carabiner loops and i've hooked them through there and i've put paracord to hold accessories like my my, my net and my catch board so it's all on my back and it's all strapped down not you know bouncing around doing anything crazy it works out actually ideal for for my situation yeah and i, I think i recommended the s beaners to you i've really yep. grown accustomed to those s beaners over the past few years i use them for everything i don't use regular cheapy store-bought carabiners even if there's not a lot of stress on them i prefer the s ones yeah i mean everything from my my cell phone um holder to mm -hmm. uh, the, my, my visibility flag on the back of my kayak. You yep. name it, I'm using those S-beaners for it. So give them a whack. It's funny, those S-beaners, uh, they're actually holding my license plate on my trailer up on the yeah. bracket because my uh, the, the trailer is, sits so low that the, the plate would drag on the ground. This allows it to swing when I'm going in and out of my driveway so I'm not ripping the thing off or breaking a light or anything like that. It gives it a little bit of go. And uh, I'm sure I'd get ticketed for it, but they gotta, they gotta stop me first. That's what I, the way I see it. Next item is an amazing item that um, saved one of my precious devices, and uh, it, it can be found at Three Bells Outfitters, and that is Rogue Fishing Company's Phone Tether. Now, I'm not going to say this is the perfect tether for everybody. Um, you should really try it out on your phone if you can. Uh, if you know somebody that uses one, make sure that the band, this style, doesn't cover the lens of your camera. Because if you're in a CPR tournament situation, you're going to need that camera for pictures and everything else. Blocking that isn't necessarily going to work for everybody. But... If you're like me, I have an iPhone 11, and if you if you use an iPhone 11, this the way that the band works here is completely out of line with my with my camera lens, so it doesn't in impede anything whatsoever. Uh, I mentioned previously on another show that I was night fishing for the first time in the kayak, and I had dropped my phone over the water over the edge, didn't even know it, but it was on that tether, and it stayed right on the tether the entire time. I was able to bring that sucker back, and it worked out great. I I've used it. them. They're good. Yeah, yeah they, they're you, solid. You said it all, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, next one is another one of my favorites. Um, I, I wear these things all the time. Uh, the company Bass Dash uh, puts out these uh, UPF 50 plus long sleeve hoodies. They've got a built in neck gaiter so that you can cover up your, your face a bit, protect yourself from the sun. Sun protection is huge with all anglers. Doesn't matter what you do. I like this specific style because I like the cut. I like 
like the uh, flexibility in sizing that they have. They have a wide range of sizes. Um, and these also have loops around the, uh, or the cuffs, the wrists, where you can put your thumb in between them and it will actually hold the sleeve down. Helpful if you're layering up and you're using them as like a base layer or something, or uh, you, know, you don't want them to like run up the sleeves, or if you just want to keep the sleeve pulled down a bit more to cover your hand a bit while you're fishing, comes in really, really handy. Love these things. I have many of them, too many of them. And I, I like them specifically because they're in solid colors. I like that a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, patterns two, and stuff are cool, but you know. Yeah. Two huge boys. features on any um, sun protection clothing. Yep. A hood is like mandatory, especially if you're on a kayak. Oh, your, yeah. Your neck will get fried. And if you have one that has a gator, that's great. If not, you can, I mean, gators at this point are a dime a dozen. And they're But everywhere. that is a good feature to have in. Yeah. yeah. The, the one that I always like, too, because my hands get fried about it, you know, more than any other part of my, my mm -hmm. body. Um, having those those holes with extended sleeves so where your thumbs could go and you almost have, like, gloves. Yeah. Are fantastic. So you don't, you know, you don't have to buy gloves if you have those. They're really, really good. So That's awesome. Those are some excellent, excellent, excellent features and roll with it. And for the price, I they're like considering that they're they're jam packed with this much for features. I think the price is amazing. I, I forget exactly what it was that I paid for them, but I bought I've bought several, and uh, I'm unbelievably happy with all of them. Um, next one is a double. And it's uh, it's it's for reaction tackle, uh, specifically uh, their pliers and the uh, medium size bait binder. I use the medium and the large size bait binder. I find that the medium size bait binder uh, is is uh, perfect, perfect for all types of different fishing situations. The large bait binder um, is definitely more for uh, storing stuff for like a larger trip. I, I use that when I went to Champlain, um, and it worked out awesome, especially when I was at factoring in like new plastic. The pliers are great. They're available in uh, both a split ring option or a standard option. Uh, they have a great case with a, uh, a retracted, retractable cable that's got a beaner on there that locks. Uh, very, very good setup. It's got uh, some clippers so you can clip braid. Um, I will be providing a link uh, to the Reaction Tackle website. You can search, check this out. Reaction Tackle has all kinds of great stuff too, uh, from terminal tackle to line to rod sleeve to all, all sorts of stuff. I think rod sleeves are essential th these days. Um, yeah, I just, I love this stuff. It's, 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 it's dynamite. And you guys have seen my reaction tackle pliers in almost every picture that I've posted of myself catching any fish because I keep them right on my sling bag and they stand, they sit right, right in front of me, right under my beard. Um, and they don't grab, which is nice. And I got to say our next item here. We love this brand here at Jigs and Bigs. We love it. Amazing. But there isn't an angler out there that could not use an awesome fishing hat. So you might as well make it a Hookset Hoodlums fishing hat. And if you could, take a look at this image that we're using here with the dapper Chris Dabari there holding an absolute tank. Like, that's what's going to be on our Instagram story. Uh, Hookset Hoodlums is awesome. Hooksethoodlums.com. You can find hats, shirts, all kinds of great apparel, um, as well, you know, stickers and things as well. But 
every, every angler's got to have a solid hat. You can get this hat. The one I'm wearing right now as we're recording this. Underwater robberies. Like, excellent, excellent stuff. Great designs. Quality apparel. Stuff that's not going to fall apart. Hookset Hoodlums is great. And uh, you're supporting an amazing organization, an amazing group of, uh, of folks, small business. Um, you know, what? What would Jigs and Bigs be if it, if it wasn't for the Jigalos that are hookset hoodlums? We love them. We love them. We absolutely love them. Uh, let's see. See, I was going on and on about hookset hoodlums. So this next one is uh, it's there's there's another item on here that kind of pairs with this, and there is a video coming of myself using this item. If you are an angler that has an SUV or you have a pickup truck, maybe with a cap, maybe a minivan, um, you know, and you want to store your rods inside your vehicle, uh, you know, uh, overhead, I have the product for you. This is a product that is put out by Zonetech. Zonetech makes a... It's like a garment uh, bar for hanging clothes that goes uh, right where your clothes hanger hooks go in your car. It gets suspended right there. It's adjustable in in size, so it fits pretty much any kind of vehicle. I think it's a maximum 55 or 58 inch. It's it's big, and you put this right in your vehicle. What I do is I have one going over my rear cargo area because I have some hooks there, uh, and I have one going right in over the rear seat. And what I do is I put my rods over the two of those and i have another product holding those rods in place these work fantastic for the reason why somebody might want to use these is because they can go in and out of the car so easily there's no real permanent installation so if you're not a hundred percent or you know maybe you want to change things up or you got you, maybe you're using multiple vehicles this is a type of way that you can do rod storage where it's not impeding anything it's also not a bungee that's just hanging or a fabric strap that's holding your rods there hanging down this is a rigid surface and it's been about what five weeks now this was the first accessory i bought for my vehicle when i got the new forerunner and it's been five weeks now i've never had a, 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 a one of the supports fall i've never had a rod fall they stay secure and it's awesome i even got my when i went to that that flaming lips concert in, in albany had all my fishing gear in the car my wife didn't say a thing it's like she didn't even know they were over her head fantastic um next item is the follow-up to that uh there is a company called booms uh, they are uh fishing rod straps for a hanger bar what this is is essentially two different types of velcro straps and a buckle so you strap one onto the hanger bar and then going the opposite way perpendicular to the way the rod would lay across the bar you have another strap that you can then hook around and tighten or hold in place with velcro let me go ahead and actually show you guys this image you'll see images on our instagram story they work unbelievably well as far as holding everything nice and snug you don't get rods drifting when you're taking turns or anything it's it's, it's really a great setup let's move on to our next item i've got an upgrade from last year uh plus eno put out a folding fishing net that i fell in love with this thing is amazing it's fantastic i have upgraded uh, I had a conversation with my father. He, uh, after Father's Day, he took out that nice new fishing rod I got for him, that combo from Old Glory Outdoors, and uh, he caught some trout. And he's like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta get, a, I gotta get a net. He's like, I gotta get a net. He's like, some of these things were pretty good sized fish, and uh, I don't want to flip them up on the bank or anything like that. I, I think it's time for a net. So I gave him the net that I was using because this had just arrived. Plus, Eno does a floating folding fishing net. 
What it's got is a couple of foam plates, or foam plates, foam bands that go around the frame of the net. So if you drop this in the water, you can just reach over and grab it. Fantastic when you're in the kayak, folds up compact. So it's even great when you're on the bank. And trust me, there are times when you're bank fishing and a net would come in unbelievably handy. Am I right, Chris Tabari? You know I'm right. <laughs> you were there that day. <laughs> um, it's one of those things where it, it definitely, definitely comes in handy. Next item. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on, Bobby. The, the net, any net, but particularly the one that you're talking about, two things. A net is necessary. It's it, You have to have it if you're competitive fishing, whether you're in a big boat or you're oh, in a absolutely kayak. absolutely right. Yeah. But to have one that's floating, now you've made that investment and you can retrieve it should something unfortunate happen to it in the process of getting said fish or after you've released it, whatever. Yep. Shit happens. Shit goes into the water. Now you got a floater. Yeah, you're good. Floater's a good thing, and that was the primary reason why I looked at that that one net specifically. All right, next on my list, a Rapala six inch floating fish gripper. Mm. Specifically, the six inch model. I went and I initially bought the nine inch um, when I was, you know, uh, first getting into fishing. And what I realized was that's kind of a pain in the ass to cover, uh, to, to carry around. Um, nine inch grip like that is, uh, at least on the, the type of bag that I like to have, it didn't really make much sense. And then uh, I had a, an opportunity. I decided to put the larger, the nine inch one, right on my kayak, right on the uh, on, on my seat. So, it's right there with my pliers that I leave on the on the kayak, my wacky tool, all of the items that I, I might need quick access to that are all tethered right to the seat, and that's one of them. Uh, what I, I was lucky enough to actually find a six-inch pair, and I put those on my sling pack, and I'll tell you what, it comes in really, really handy for being able to manage uh, the toothy, toothy critters that are out there, um, and also has a little insurance policy too when uh you know you want to have a catch in your net with that grip on you got a little little insurance policy it's you know nothing is uh nothing is for sure when it's a cpr tournament that's for sure and and that you know that has definitely saved me uh in the in the past so definitely something uh, it's a cheap uh add-on type accessory but it's i think it's worth its weight in gold also comes in very very handy if you have a, a very cheap scale with just the hook you can uh, zero it out with that hook and then use that that's how i measured my uh, my pb um how where do you, where are you on that for sure uh, as far as an accessory sean um, fish grips are definitely a good thing for tournament anglers, especially it is a, like you just said, it's a great backup to have. You got to fish in the net. Yeah. Um, I actually, I don't use them because normally like the normal use you see for them is, um, toothy fish, pike, pickerel, yep. bluefish even. Yeah. And, um, I'm a masochist and you I are. like to live dangerously. And I've always got my hands inside of a, the backside of a pike or a pickerel's gills, and I, I just, I'm stupid. You know, <laughs> after I took that hook in my thumb uh, this last summer, um, I have since then, I've been a little gun shy with any time I have a hook, a treble hook bait in a fish's mouth. Um, so I have, that's been a point where I've used those grips a lot where I can just say like, okay, now I've got a good grip, a safe distance away from the hooks. Cause it's not always necessarily the, the, the teeth of the fish, you know? 
I get a yeah. good laugh every time I get a pickerel graze on, you know, like uh, on a knuckle or something and bleeds like a freaking son of a bitch. You know, it's like I get a, I get a chuckle out of that. But, you know, it's, sometimes it's it's more about the hook. And uh, and that has helped out a ton. I'm like, you know, even the six inch grip, you know, not having it so far away on the nine inch, you still you're buying yourself that much more space away from those hooks, those little fish and they thrash around. That's how you're going to get yourself. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that was definitely, I've, I realized, I was like, that is a very, very, very helpful one right there. Uh, next item I, uh, I have on my list is a, a personal one. Um, this is my footwear when I'm in the kayak. Uh, these are Columbia PFG boat shoes. Um, they are the style with, um, well, I'll have a link for you guys up on the Instagram. You'll be able to check that out. But they're, they're a style, it kind of looks like a van style, but it has uh, lacing up there that's just a pull strap with um, like a keeper and a Velcro strap to keep everything nice and compact. The reason why I like these so much is that they drain unbelievably quickly. Um, they do great as far as keeping out, you know, rocks and sand or anything like that. But, you know, when I get into the boat, it's they drain really, really fast. So I just hang my foot over. They're empty. I'm good to go. I can go about my day. It's it's really, really kind of nice. Um, so I recommend these. I recommend any kind of boat shoe. But these I've been really impressed with. And they're not, you know, super rigid. They're easy in, easy out. I took a peek at those, man. I think that's something I ought to be considering for next year. Yeah. They're, they're pretty solid. I just... I just ended up using for the past years. I've just really been a cheap ass and lazy about it, and just yep. used, uh, you know, old running shoes. That, you know, that's that. I, I I'd like to have something that's a little more suited to what we're actually doing on the water. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be taking a look at those. No, I, I I love them, man. They they do they do great. Um, I initially had bought them. I was like, oh yeah, I'll be able to wear them like a sneaker. Like just do whatever. I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> There's very little support, um, but when you're, as far as like when you're in the kayak, they're fa- they're awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, next one was on last year's list. I'm adding it again because I I found a three pack. It's the uh, Flambo waterproof tuftainers, um, the 3700 size. Uh, the three pack is super cheap. You can get uh, customize these. They've got you know movable slots so that you can change up the dimensions inside the box. But I mean. These work great. I know Sean's been using them for a long time. Uh, yep. Made the recommendation last year, and I said, you know, I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that a go. So when I, w- I figured I was gonna upsize to 37s, I, I, I bumped into these, and the three pack was the jam. That's awesome, and and like I think we actually covered this like last year at some point. Yep. Where- the 3700 planos there's nothing wrong with them you are you we, yeah. we are talking about the waterproof ones right yes yep okay yes so the, but there's the only difference between the plano and the um the flambeau that i that makes me stick with the flambeau is if you're not carrying a separate box for your spinner baits yeah it's adjustable on about one third of the one th- the right hand third of those flambeaux you can make a couple of large square shaped yep um, areas that you can put your spinner baits in. It's the only difference. If you're looking for jerk baits, go for those planos too. But I like the flambos for that one reason. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I know that some of the plano stuff is adjustable like that. I know, but the 36s I've I've used like that. I'm not sure about the 37 size. I will say Flambo does make one, and I'm 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 sure every company does, but they make one in the Tuftainer that is empty. There's no no. Uh, 
segments. There's no uh, compartments, nothing. It's empty. It's just one giant box. And for, I think for really large baits or something something along those lines or, or even accessories too. Like if you want to store like leader line in there, or you want to store a pair of pliers, anything you want to keep dry, like that's a great way to do it. But what's nice is it's that same uniform 3,700 size. So if you're using, you know, a, a, a crate uh, on the water and you're like, oh, I've got one that's just got a bunch of tools in here, but I want to keep this stuff dry. It's a good way to do it. There you go. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty awesome. I think we got a couple more to go here. This is a this is a doozy. What number are we on? This is I I'm not sure. I forget what number we're on, but this is something we've talked about a bunch. And this is an item that uh, I believe you can get at Three Bells Outfitters. Shoot, I believe the Nakwa battery charger. Um, yeah, this is worth its weight in gold. It's affordable. It will charge your phone a number of times. Uh, it charges quickly. It gives you a nice, accurate read of, of how much power it, it, ha it has. A little four LED system, but it's, it's really, it's pretty solid. Um, this is super handy. There's even a little compass on it. So if you're like, oh, which way is north? Boom. There you go. You're good to go. Uh, comes with a, uh, a little carabiner so you can clip it to something something really really easily i mean come on we've even recorded the show powered entirely off of that battery right yes i i can't say enough about that yeah. one item um you know i gotta keep this quiet but santa claus may be bringing a couple of those to the house and they're not for me you know yeah it's useful for everybody not it's just true outdoorsmen, not even outdoors not yeah. just anglers not just hunters these things are fantastic now yeah. where i've found my particular use for them is for maybe a week or so until I really realized what was going on, I was having issues connecting my cell phone. Um, it wasn't charging in my truck, and it was it was a, it was a power cable. That's understandable, but yeah. for whatever reason, I had to wiggle the thing and get it in there. Right. <laughs> there you go. Make make any number of jokes you want. Um, but regardless of wiggling it or not, when yeah. I would get to a fishing spot, and I could tell you when this happened, the semifinals for the um, MAKB knockout tournament, I got to the water that day and my phone was at 15% with an eight-hour day ahead of me. Yeah. That Nakwa power bank had me charged up, uh, I want to say in four hours, three hours. It was slower because my phone was on, but by three or four hours in, I think it was three hours in, I was at 100%. That's awesome. It was, yeah, with my phone on and me just acting like nothing was wrong now i did have it plugged in the whole time and i was able to take my pictures but that one device is so valuable now yeah. that's for fishing let's say there's you're stuck out in the woods let's say your car battery has died let's say you need power for your cell phone to get a to make a call out there you go i mean it's 10 it's i think it was a ten thousand amp hours yeah, right about Ooh, there. Is. I mean, you can. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, and when I say like you can charge your phone multiple times, I mean you could you could charge it five six times. I think easily. Um, most yeah. cell phones. Anyway, so I mean that's just it's just awesome. Yeah, and, and just as an addendum, um, I I was gonna throw this in, and I said, yeah, we'll focus on the power bank. Yeah. But Nakwa, if you if you have one of the standard Nakwa batteries, the four out four amp hour, the ten amp hour, or the new twenty amp hour. Yep. They also make an adapter that's that's a USB adapter, where you can plug your phone into it because all you have to do is get another adapter for that. Boom, you're you're golden. Yeah. So you're you're actually able, or you know what? I'm sorry, is that a female end? It might be a female USB end, and then you can just plug your your um charger yeah. right into it yeah you're yeah 
Nakwa's got some awesome shit out there. We need to talk to Nakwa more, I think, Bobby. That's just I agree maybe, with my, maybe, you. Our, maybe an early New Year's resolution yeah. that we should be chit chatting a little more yeah. with the I th- folks. Over I think at that's Nakwa. a really good idea. I think that's a yeah. fantastic. So I know we said we're not going to put any baits on here. We're fucking yeah, liars. I, 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 that was on me. <laughs> but, but I will say this Sean threw this at me, and I was like, when you're right, you're right, man. I can't, I can't, I can't disagree here. Uh, this is a jerk bait. Um, this is the Six Sense Provoke 106X. Uh, it, it's a great bait. I mean, it's it it it, I, it turns on a dime. I love this bait. I caught my PB on this bait. Um, this is this is a good good bait. I really really like this, Sean. I've never, aside from like a floating Rapala, I've never heard him talk about a, a suspending jerkbait like this ever. For for years, jerkbaits and my experience with jerkbaits has been like trying to find that right fit. Yeah, like it's been a long time. Like I've gone through, um, I've gone through two or three brands. I'm not going to knock any brands. It just it wasn't a fit for me. And then all of a sudden, when I started using these, it was like a it was like a light bulb went on. Yep. I was like, holy shit. And um, I've had a lot of success with them, particularly in two colors, but I've had some success with a third. And that's just, you know, that's going to change for every part of the country yeah. and for every angler. But um, man, what a great, great, great cold water bait that I have used. And I, I, I have used it in uh, warm water a little bit, depending on some certain situations. But uh-huh. I mean, I found my jerk bait fit. And um yeah, those 106s, those Provoke 106s are absolutely awesome. Look into them, check them out. Um, Old Glory has a selection of them. Yep. I believe the link you're providing is to the Old Glory link, yep, just like absolutely. the just like the Nakwa Power Bank we just mentioned. That one should be linked right to, to Three Bells. So yep. they're available through people we already work with. Um, man, give them a roll. Yeah, you're gonna love them. Uh, yep. This this next item is also available at Three Bells Outfitters. Uh, it's an item that uh, Sean had included on his list, and after this year and having used this item in multiple occasions, I've got nothing but amazing things to say about it. It is the uh, Yak Attack Roto Grip. Um, this is an, a fun little 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 item right here. It's it's almost like a I like to call it my here hold that. Um, yes, because that's really what it's all about. I use two of them on my kayak. I have one that uh, I use primarily to hold my paddle. So anytime I'm I'm not you know utilizing the paddle whatsoever, I've got a spot to put it. Um, I have uh, and actually that one I've actually also used uh, with my net uh, before. But I have one that's dedicated to the net. That yep. uh, while I'm you know pedaling or while I'm fishing, I can keep my net up and out of out of place but reachable because it's got the handle in that grip right on top of my pedal drive. So I can just grab that sucker at any point, easily net a fish with no problem. And it is just awesome. I mean, if you've got paddles, you've got some kind of accessories, you have, you know, a a camera or something like that. I mean, whatever, whatever it is that you can, you can use this grip to hold so much stuff. Love this thing. Yeah. That, that device, um, so like you said, I have I have two of them as well, and I'm yep. actually buying a third. I think that that is probably one accessory that everyone should have on their kayak. Yeah. If you don't have a track mount, you need to have one of these drilled into your kayak as a paddle holder if you're paddling. Yep. Um what I have the, the two that I currently have installed, I have one that is um no, Nelson actually found online. Someone had managed to take out the little uh 
the little track mount thing where it's basically a T, a threaded T bolt, mm -hmm. and he, you reverse it, and you're actually able to screw it into the. Um, there's there's some uh, threads on top of the native uh, pedal drive. Yep, and it goes right in there, and that's where I know myself and you both keep our our nets when we're paddling. Yep, or when we're pedaling, we just put it right in there. It's out of the way. It's right in the front, and if you need it, you reach forward and grab it. Um, the other one I have is on the side on the track mounts, where when I am prepping my board, when I am doing whatever, I actually attach my net leaning all the way across my boat um, and that keeps it secure. And I have kept up to, and this is crazy, 35 inch Northern Pike in a net. And that roto grip has held the net only on one side, on the opposite side of the pike where there's the pike has all the leverage. It wants yeah. to go, it can go. But that roto grip has held some some over 30 inch pike in a net for me. I love that device. It's a huge everyone who's in a yeah, yeah. Everyone who's in a kayak should really consider getting one. They're not expensive either. Fifteen dollars or less. Am I correct on that? Somewhere uh, in the fifteen. I'm not to 100 percent sure on that. Yeah, I think it's about yeah. twenty bucks. Um, yeah. So there you go. It's funny too. In the image that I used for this, there is a little seal on the side, and it says "Kayak Anglers Anglers Choice Awards Product of the Year in 2016." And I was like, I could I could remove that, but I was like, I won't because yeah. it's, <laughs> I think it's that great. <laughs> yeah, it you know? is really a necessary little awesome thing that. Uh, it was uh, it was Yak Attack, correct? Yep, Yak Attack. Yeah, Yak. It's Yak Attack really hit a home run with this, and uh, I, I, like I said, I have two, and I'm going to a third. I really suggest everyone get a hold of one of these. Yeah, they're freaking dynamite. Uh, next up on this list, we we have another uh, item that you can you can obtain from Old Glory Outdoors. Uh, this is uh, a multi-tool from the company Sarge, and uh, Sean is, has raved about this multi-tool uh, specifically in the past. You have one, right? Yes, it was my Father's Day gift for the year, I think. Oh, yeah. So, right. um, I've been using it for all, I mean, everything. Yeah. It's holding up. It's not rusting. That's awesome. I, I mean, what else? What other... What other things do you need to say about a multi-tool other than it's not rusting yeah. and it's a piece of little badassery that does everything you ask of it? That's exactly what I can say about it. And that's the thing. I feel like every single angler, everybody really could utilize a multi-tool. You know, yep. keep one in your bag, keep one in your pocket, you know, clip one on you just to, you know, be able to, you know, because you never know. There's times you're just like... Oh yeah, I could. I, I gotta turn this this screw here, or I gotta you know a small set of pliers would work out really well for this, or a knife. You know, it's like you've got tools at your disposal that you know they come in, especially when you're in a situation where you're fishing, comes in unbelievably handy. You can't go wrong. Yep. This this that item and the Nakwa power bank were the yep. two items that I picked. I think that that I said everybody, not just anglers, should really consider owning one of these because they're just. They're too valuable for everyday life. Yep, definitely. Uh, our, our next, this is our second to last item. Second to last item. I don't think, nobody nobody's going to deny this, but fishing stinks. It does. The, the baits stink. You stink after fishing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a stinky thing. I mean, shit, sometimes you get down to the water and you're just like, what the hell is that? Kelly? Just because you mention it, yeah. shit also stinks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, but this this item here can help uh, your general area stink a little bit less, maybe be a little bit more tolerable. And this is a uh, locally made and produced uh, uh, product from the uh, the great state of Connecticut, the Nutmeg State. Uh, 
two Connecticut companies that we have in here. Hookset Hoodlums and the other one, this one here, Summit View Sense. Three. Three Bells is also Oh, Three Bells. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, no, but three, three companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, three, yeah, three yeah. companies. Continue. I'm yeah. sorry. So uh, this Summit View Sense, the reason why Sean is uh, recommending this, um, he has a favorite scent woodsy walk uh and uh what was uh when we had done uh some summit view stuff in some giveaways and uh and and brian owner of summit view was uh nice enough to include a couple of travel buddies for us to try and uh you know the travel buddy is that's that's the one it's a nice small hold on i actually have one right here it's a nice there you go small size candle all right. Now this candle here is, uh, I, th- I believe it's a three ounce candle, and it uh, these smell great. They're not obtrusive, so you don't you know when you're in the mall and you go by that super famous New England candle store and you're like your eyes and sinuses are just like kill me now. <laughs> this is a situation where you can enjoy this unbelievably well. How this is? I thought I was the only person that did this, Sean. Um, how tell the tell the people how you use this candle initially? Initially, I put it in my truck, and I left it in a cup holder, and just let it smell my truck up with the woodsy walkness. Oh yeah, that it that it just what's the term? Just emitted, and uh, it had to stop because in the summer it was melting and reforming at night every night, and it was actually. Because I hadn't burned it, it was a full candle, and it melted all the way and just kind of spilled over a little bit. Yeah. So let me let me be very clear about this. It will make your vehicle smell very nice. Really consider not using it in the summer when it can melt and and dry and melt and dry, and you're going to have problems. I <laughs> learned a lesson from me. But in the winter, in the spring, in the fall, man, fire a woodsy walk into your truck and yeah. your smelly car. Whatever you're doing after you're done fishing or hunting, I don't know. I like that woodsy walk one. So thank you, Brian, for firing that firing that our way. That was yeah, good stuff. Awesome. So I I highly recommend it. We will have a link to those products on summitviewsense.com. Uh, feel free to go check them out. Great stuff. Highly, highly recommend it. And uh, also, like this is one of those things that the angler might want to consider getting this for the other people in the angler's life. Mm. <laughs> it definitely makes everybody's life a little bit nicer. Um, and then the last one. This one hit me because it's so obvious. If you really, really love, and if you you have an angler in your life, and you're just like, I just want to get him something great. I really want to, you know, fishing is, it means so much. Book some time at Bass Cabin 189 on Lake Champlain. I cannot recommend it enough. Um... Ian has a great little property over there. You can make it a group gathering. Uh, The town that uh, Bass Cabin is located in is absolutely awesome. There's great stuff to do in the area, Uh, but there's world-class fishing, (laughs) world-class fishing on Lake Champlain. Uh, It is amazing. It's absolutely, absolutely awesome. Can't recommend it enough. The link we're providing is to uh, Bass Cabin 189's profile on Verbo. That's a vacation rental by owner. Uh, Verbo is a great site. Very much like a lot of folks use Airbnb. Same idea. Uh, go ahead, check it out. 
I think you guys will uh, will really enjoy it. Um, Sean, Sean and I had a blast when we were up there, and I think you guys will have a blast as well. And I think that uh, you know, make it a, a long a long weekend or book a, book a week. You know, there's 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 lodging there for a couple of couples easily. You have a great time with it. The uh, I think the description you you that may have escaped you when you were talking about the town it was located in was picturesque. Oh, picturesque. Uh, yeah, that is some. That's the right that is word. Some new New England shit going on up there, yeah. folks. If you're from out of the area and you want to really stay at a world class fishery, there is no exaggeration about that. Yep. Hey, check it out, man. It's Vermont is pretty awesome. Um, I have. I mean, I had a blast. You had a blast. Oh yeah, everyone that everyone Everybody that partied with us that night fun. had a blast. It was so good. It was so good. We, it, we were fed peacles. It, it, I was just gonna say that's where peacles and like the real gospel of Sarah's pasta sauce kind of started, like the revival. <laughs> you know, you were in there holding up a snake, singing and praising Sean the fisherman. There may have been some sleepy tobacco involved in that. I will not. A hundred percent there was. A hundred percent there was. Oh, but no, I, I think so. That's your that's your guide, guys. Your uh, your your Christmas 2021 anglers gift guide. Uh, hopefully, you guys found something in there that um, you could utilize, and that uh, maybe 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 the angler in your life will enjoy something. Maybe you can suggest to somebody who's like, "What do I get you to fish with?" Trust me, don't. Send them to buy you crankbaits or spinnerbaits. It's there's there's too much potential for things to go not great. <laughs> too much potential for a, 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 an honest, innocent gift giver to end up on the fuck that guy segment. It's true. We don't want yeah, actually, that. that's 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 the reality here. I think that we're dealing with. Oh <laughs> my goodness, guys. Well, uh, we are. That does it for the gift guide. I, I hope you guys uh, can can make something of it. We uh, we will see you guys uh, in the as we wrap this show up. Thanks so much for checking it out. Yeah, we're back. I didn't know how to transition out of that and make it actually work, but I think honestly that uh, even even with the awkwardness was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just throw that 1980s laser blast, <laughs> laser fucking tag, whatever noise that was. I'll come right out. Come, Fuck it. There, there's there's just a zany DJ comment waiting at the end of it. We'll just roll with it. I like it. I like it. It's a good sound. May have made its way into the show. It, it very well may have. We're children of the 80s. We, we truly we are. We truly yeah. are. Uh, I think we've lost all the jig heads. <laughs> I think night. we have. It is. They it's have, late. They Sunday have regular night. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're probably, that's what it is. They're all nursing holiday hangovers. It's, it's all good, mm. but we uh, we hope you guys really get can get something out of that that gift guide. Um, great show all around, I would say. Um, it's weird week, obviously, when it comes to fishing. This uh, skim ice situation is never great. It is what it Fuck is. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> it really is, man. This is like the jet ski of weather. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's this just is like this is like the the jet ski mounted all-terrain vehicle yeah. <laughs> on the water yeah yeah weather yeah yep a hundred percent it's just weird yeah uh this show this show has been kind of nuts though i mean even just the tip i it's it's i don't think we've ended adjust the tip where i've kind of been like we want your feedback that directly 
I don't know. Yeah, somebody look at we're we're both novices with all this storage shit. Maybe somebody it's smarter true. than us. Hopefully they give us some feedback. Yeah. That Whatever. would be that would be great. That would be fantastic. Nice. All right, guys. Well, I mean, I think that about does it. Do we have anything else that we gotta cover, Sean? I think we're in business. We have one last thing, and I hate to end the show on this note. We talked about it uh during one of the breaks. So That's there right. was some unfortunate news um with uh, an extended member of the Jigs and Bigs and Massachusetts kayak passing family. Yep. Um, Derek Brundle had a passing in his family. I uh, did post on social media a couple days ago that his brother unfortunately passed this week of cancer. Um, our best wishes go out to him and our condolences. Uh, losing a you know losing anyone close to you is never easy. I, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be even easier around the holidays. And uh, we're thinking of you, Derek. So, you know, that's all I've got. Yeah. That's that. That's awful. I. What what can you say? You know. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Well, our uh, you know you're definitely in our in our in our thoughts. All right. Well, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this show up, guys. Yep. Um, big thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate you. Remember, we're getting really close on uh, our next giveaway, and uh, we've got good stuff in, in that giveaway for you, like that Nakwa Power Bank from the Gift Guide, and like Ooh. you know, I move. There's there's some good stuff. So you know, if you're if you're not following us already over on Instagram, make sure you go do that now. Uh, while you're there, follow our individual Instagram accounts at Bobby Roast Beef and at Sean the Fisherman as well, because every time we cross a certain threshold over there, we trigger a giveaway on those counts accounts as well uh i think that about does it for this show guys appreciate you so much uh definitely love that you guys are uh into the show enough to follow us do us a big favor if you could though if you haven't already go ahead over to uh if you listen to us on apple podcasts give us a nice little uh review over there uh you know just a rating whatever it is that you feel like uh, we do pay attention to the things that you guys say you know and uh and and you guys are uh are, are a huge part of the show and we appreciate you live show is coming february the 5th your tickets are available <laughs> at jigsandbigs.com uh you can also dm us on instagram if you're following us and uh, we will go ahead and uh we'll shoot you a link so that you can get your tickets there it's a very exclusive event well i don't want to say exclusive but you know we've got limited seating in there it's a small spot but it's a fun spot it's going to be a whole lot of fun you guys will love it and uh we're in the process right now of figuring out how to make this sucker work and be really really awesome so with all that said ladies and gentlemen we're going to go out on uh, a special song tonight we will see you in a week have yourselves a great one and uh, as always tight lies